episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. I mean, they tell you that the windmill is going to be a surprise, who she sleeps with. They tell you the fence jump is going to be a surprise, but I swear to God, Becca. Bring her home to us? Barbara Gate shook me to the core. It was Maddie. Like, there was no question in our minds that Barbara was talking about Maddie. Could you believe? I couldn't. I was in such disbelief. I was scream laughing through this whole episode. Oh, I couldn't. I could not literally handle this episode. It was it was too much. And, you know, you know that it's a good damn episode when there are like no Chris Harrison breaks. Barely. Oh, I know. Also, my you know, it's a good episode when my mother who hasn't watched any of this season is watching the episode with me and is making me pause and being like, rewind. Watch that <laughs> subtle head movement. This is what this means. And is like trying to decipher everything with me. It was the same thing with Evan. He hasn't watched a single episode this season. And he popped in when Barbara was just like, bring her home. Like she he happened to walk in and he was like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, I don't have time to pause and tell you i'm in the heat of it man <laughs> that shit was crazy oh my god i'm, I'm so it was so good i have so it many so i have so many feelings it about so it good. also again you think about the i think the last two night finale that we had was with the fence jump and the amount of fluff that mm-hmm. they included mm-hmm. was insane right it was so much extra i mean they had that one fucking band play <laughs> oh my god air supply, air supply. <laughs> like it was so random there was ben shows up like all it, like you jason know, shows up the fact that there are two only two hour episodes for one is really surprising Surpri- to me that, t- that uh tonight is going to be another two hour episode because yes they're man. gonna have so much footage of like shit that's going on like once they're back home and then they're gonna have so much footage of like what's going on now like the live portion it's gonna be crazy i don't know how they're all gonna include it in two hours i don't know either i'm almost like and also the rose ceremony whole fiasco there's so much i, I have i have Neat. no idea like i there's this part of me and i never want a longer episode because i like them shorter but I almost am like, I need a three hour episode to figure out what's going on. I need to see behind the scenes, too. I need a live camera on Barb as this entire thing is happening. Whatever actually happens. I was surprised by virtually everything this episode. Same. Like the way every single thing played out with Maddie, Hannah and his family, like everything was everything. surprising to the me. The only thing that didn't surprise me is his, you know, deep, deep passion for Madison. Yeah. That was the only thing that I was like, I saw this coming after well, last week. But that was even surprising, like how things went down when she left. Oh, yeah. So because because it was like his passion and then like it was actually really anticlimactic when she was like, I'm going to go. Yo, every one of Peter's exits is anticlimactic. That's true. He's super, That's so he's true. so just like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Wait, what? Even though they did hold each other for a very long time. Sure, sure, and sure. And that was like, made me feel a little sick to my stomach because that, you know that feeling when you're saying goodbye to somebody and oh, uh, and you don't want to and oh my God, it's well, the worst. And I'm just uh, really conflicted okay we'll just have to get into the episode let's just go let's just go we okay i'm just trying to think is there any housekeeping um oh one quick note claire 
that Claire drama's coming up. That one girl posted that tweet. Everyone's talking about, the about it. Thing. About the babysitter. And then at the end, she was like, hi, bitch. Which, by the way, that sent me that last part. But Well, I'm like, how old is this girl, first of all? I, listen, <laughs> I, I feel like everyone was a little too quick to repost it. Now, I know obviously we went off on like Victoria F. But the Victoria F. thing was after literally hundreds. Oh, wait, of- you're talking about her breaking up marriages? Yes. But what I'm saying is I saw people being like, well, we came after Victoria F. And we're going to give Claire a pass. It's like, okay, listen, Reality Steve was sent like the hundreds. City. The yes, whole city, the whole city. Victoria F. The whole city showed up. I'm at like, their date. where's this girl's parents? I want to talk to her about this babysitting situation because a toddler's uh, recollection of the situation. Yeah, now, also, if she's 20, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to give Claire that much of a pass, but if she's 20, this is like or 20 something that means she, it's like 20 something years ago and yeah. claire was 19 i just like, i feel bad now because i think there are great parts to social media but also you know who knows maybe this shit is true like you know i, I can't mean, speak maybe, out of turn. It, maybe it is but, but but like this is the type of stuff where it's like now all of a sudden Wait, what did she say let's just clarify for people who didn't see it so someone tweeted out basically saying i don't have the exact tweet on me but I'm basically a, saying I'm gonna look it up, look it up quick. um basically saying that claire um, she's like, oh, your new bachelorette like kept me locked in in like the <laughs> closet and stuff. And like, okay, yelled. fun fact. Here we go. Our next bachelorette was my babysitter when I was a toddler, and she locked me in my room the entire night and didn't let me out. Even I was when I was screaming, crying, and peed myself. Hard to forget when it was my first memory. Hi, bitch. Um, I mean, I have a lot to say about this as a babysitter because, or <laughs> as a nanny, because if you isolate, like, I don't know, I'm like, was it her babysitter one time? Also, did the parents say she's going to cry when she goes to bed? And then she, there's like, a, there's, there's so, there's so there's many layers of like it. the possible situation and like one tweet, and listen, sorry, I'm not going to cancel Claire this, for it. This I'm just might not. be, this might be the beginning of like another Victoria F situation where reality seems like, <laughs> I've heard all these babysitting so people. <laughs> All oh, these former just... babysat by Claire people come forward. So <laughs> who knows? But as of right now, we are not canceling Claire because it was like one or two tweets. And let's see moving forward. But, you know, again, at this point, oh, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. I'm going to take it with a grain of I'm salt. I'm not saying that I'm, I want to dismiss this experience. No. I just need to know more details. I need to talk to her parents. That's, I need to, that's the no, thing. We, we, need, we need more details. Before, and also, was this like 25 years ago? Before I'm, we jump down Claire's throat, let's, you know, let this let let's figure out what's actually going on. So that was it. And then the only <laughs> other thing is apparently um, the uh, ABC cut like half of Claire's original guys and put in some daddies. Yes, I know. Because last time I said that Reality Steve already um, ca- uh, said they already cast everything, but looks like they are revamping the cast. Yes, which means that the half of Claire's cast that are younger, they're all stoked because they know for sure they're going to paradise, whatever happens. True. <laughs> they're just like, sweet, it's an easy end. But also, generally, I think they're they're sort of casting for a, like one, you know, maybe two possible bachelorettes but now like they're casting these guys just for claire yes the the ones that they're recasting so that's fun it is fun uh also just scheduling wise the recap of tonight aka tuesday's finale episode will be out thursday morning thursday morning yes i couldn't remember when that was going to be so sorry for the delay but listen you know the two live episodes this week. It's hectic. It's a little hectic. It's also my class finals. Yeah. <laughs> so Becca, there's a lot going on. Honestly, Becca's just like, 
slaying it in general by even doing this we're also trying to do a lot of press this week jess and i are because we are going to be launching in starting next week into our recaps of love is blind so excited yes also by the way jess I I'm I'm just laying down the law and saying this has to happen. My parents have already watched the whole season and they're going to come on and recap <gasps> an episode with us. They have to. I have to make I have to make them because my mom was like, I have she's like, call me the minute you finish this series. She's like, I have so much to oh say about it. And I was like, God. Well, you guys have to come recap it. Oh, please. At least I just want just an episode. Oh my god, that would be so fun. Because yeah. Apparently everyone's it's the show. It's the show everyone's it's talking like the about. The number one show on Netflix. Also, the good news is it really looks like we're going to be able to have um, guests, guests from it. From Love is Blind on Netflix does not hate us. They have not banned us. So this yeah, is exciting. And we don't we haven't watched the show at all. So if you have any people that you know you want to hear from, uh, email or DM us. Yes. So that, uh, um, and then also on that note, when we were talking about the Juan Pablo um, recap, so many of you thank you so much for sending us a specific oh yeah um, the, the free site the free site but here's the thing Becca and I are concerned because what happens is when enough people I've watched this happen on other podcasts when enough people at once rush to a free site and we vocalize it sometimes those sh- sites get shut down and if we're the reason that thousands <laughs> of people can't watch Bachelor I'll feel horrible <laughs> also it seems like we just don't have time before um before other seasons of shit are coming out. So it yeah. looks like we're going to stick with Love is Blind. Yeah. And you know what? Of course, what we'll do before the season starts, Claire's season starts, of course, we will have an episode fully dedicated to Claire research. Oh, that's a good idea. We will, you know, look Baby into... Babysitting Gate. Yeah, Babysitting Gate. We will look into some hot Claire moments that happened during Paradise, during her season. We'll, we'll cover that. So we'll make sure that we get in, you know, the meat before, uh, before the season actually starts. But yeah. Oh, on that note, let's 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 go. Should we get into this? Yeah. Oh, and five stars if you've enjoyed this season with us. Smash that smash those five stars for if you're team Barb or team Maddie. <laughs> I like that it's not team Hannah Ann or team Maddie, it's team Barb or team Maddie. Because that honestly, where the real feud that's where this. the real feud is at. I, and I have some thoughts if he ends up going with Maddie and she has watched Barb do this on national television. Holy shit. <sighs> the stress <laughs> i i okay i i'm saving i'm saving it we're going we're going let's we're going do for this it. let's do this <laughs> all right all right um okay so before we get into this oh insanity um i need to say this at this point being a mom to a very spirited four-year-old a wife and uh, you know we business owners it's safe to say that i am about 85 percent coffee on the inside which does wonders for my energy levels but wreaks havoc on the color of my teeth Uh, To top it off, I have the most sensitive teeth ever. It's terrible. So traditional products uh, for whitening are totally out of the question because they're really painful for me to use. Then the other day I discovered High Smile Teeth Whitening System. And I have to admit, I was both intrigued and skeptical. I had to try it for myself. And let me just say, I was super surprised at the results. So I was actually the same way. I got sent my High Smile, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I was skeptical and I was worried that my teeth were going to feel sensitive afterwards. They always feel like someone's putting little ice yes, picks yes. into each one of it's my terrible. teeth. But that didn't happen at all. And the best part is it only takes 10 minutes a day for the six day treatment cycle. So, you know, throw mine on while I watch The Bachelor, obviously. And the whole thing's finished before the first commercial break. It's so easy. The proof really is in the results. My teeth are like glowing white in the YouTube. 
Hello. Um, I almost can't believe how good they look. You would never know that I drink my body weight in coffee weekly. But seriously, if you do have 10 minutes a day to spare, there is no reason not to try High Smile. You will not regret it. And hey, any of our broads thinking about going on an upcoming season of The Bachelor, you can take High Smile with you anywhere. It's so small and convenient and wonderful. And you'll be in the company of the likes of, oh, I don't know, Kimmy K, Kylie Jenner, the list of A-list celebrities that use High Smile goes on for eternity because it really does work. High Smile offers a 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't see at least two shades of whiter teeth after using their kit. So it's risk-free. But I doubt you'll have that problem, Broads. And for all of our Chatty Broads listeners, High Smile is offering 20% off site-wide for a limited time only. Simply visit order.highsmileteeth.com slash chatty broads to shop their range of products and enter the code chatty at checkout for 20% off. So that's order.highsmileteeth.com slash chatty broads promo code chatty for 20% off your order. Also, that's high like H-I. Yes. Yes. Smile. Also, broads, we always have all of these in our episode notes. We have the codes. So yes, if you always miss them, you can go back and look. Um, also, something I didn't realize about starting our business, speaking of our business, is how much freaking time I would spend at the post office and no hate on the post office at all. But it's not the most fun errand to run, especially five times a week, which is legitimately how many times I found myself there. And in the current climate today with the diseases, I really don't want to be there anyways. OK, <laughs> um, which, by the way, some of us don't have mailboxes outside of our own home. So I was constantly there even before Chatty Broads um, started until. I started using Stamps.com. Stamps.com makes life a little more convenient because it brings all the services of the Postal Service right to your computer. It's perfect for official business like taxes and contracts, but also less official business like getting postage to mail back online shopping impulse buys so you actually return them on time. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's a huge time saver for me. Whenever I uh, sell stuff on Depop, I ship it all through Stamps. Oh, yeah. And like you were saying, too, with... uh the online shopping, you'll, you know, you won't be wasting all that money because Lord knows how much money I've wasted when I don't return those online I know. purchases. I'm because just like, well, there goes convenient. $120. Exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but not with Stamps.com now. Not only are you going to save time, which honestly is already a win in my book, but with Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and 40% off shipping rates, which that's crazy. No wonder 70,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. And because it's so, so easy, all you need is a computer and you can print official U.S. postage anytime you need it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, baby. So convenient, so easy. So why aren't you using it yet, broads? It changes the game. So right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. I used this code and offer for myself and I got (laughs) my scale and I got my four week trial. Seriously, just go to Stamps. You literally texted me and said, what's our code? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what's our code for Stamps? Getting it now. Uh, Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, type in chatty to redeem your offer. That's Stamps.com, enter chatty, redeem your offer, get the free digital scale. All right, let's do this. Okay, so I I do want to say that I think Peter is maybe the first bachelor in history that I could have seen actually asking for both their hands in marriage and being like, let's Seriously. see how this works. Can Seriously. I get engaged to both of My you? My mom said the same thing. He was like, he, she was like, he is looking for a sister wives <laughs> he situation. Truly is. He truly is. And yeah. Um, well, I mean, like I said, the the Chris Harrison breaks really 
nothing happened except him continuing to say you think this is a lot wait what happens in five seconds that was (laughs) just what kept happening every 10 minutes that was really it um so starts out pretty much just with peter like it's just with peter he's walking and looking good in pink stylus is getting crazy i mean and i was like this is an awfully big decision for someone who's wearing shorts it's true (laughs) i was like peter you got some serious stuff going on and you are in the shorts (laughs) so he's starting off seeing his his fam yeah his mom's hands are shaking no she was she was actually shaking (laughs) bud bud The most theatrical. The most theatrical. Also, Barbara was looking snatched. I don't know if someone got a little a little Botox for her debut. I mean, which, listen, I I respect, I support. You know, I would get fully injected before my big my big premiere. But I was like, okay, Barb, something. She came out. Something and the, didn't happened. she have a tube top on? You got too? the tube She's top. Like, your face is looking tight. She's like, we're in Australia, sweetie. <laughs> or as, as Peter liked to call it, a different planet, which was so mysterious to him. The intro, he's like, it feels like a different planet. Well, he's like, and it's so romantic and then there's all these bugs eating each other and stuff. Oh, they were getting eaten alive by flies during many scenes. Well, no, I mean, like, they had the, this thing about, like, love is this and love is that and then it's just, like, lizards attacking yeah. things. Just and they going showed, crazy. yeah, literally every piece of wildlife that was in on Australia on Australian turf, even though I was thinking the entire time, was this when the fires were happening? I think they just literally started i think in november which is when they would have been filming turns out it was abc's fault yeah (laughs) (laughs) the candlelit the candlelit picnics and dinners went a little too far Mm -hmm. shit um his dad when he sits down by the way peter says something about like i need to tell you guys about this whatever and his dad's like tell us tell us tell us oh i know (laughs) peter senior who we will call jim this entire episode because i just can't call him peter senior it's just it's also confusing yeah i'm gonna work his name is jim okay (laughs) we've renamed him um no jim like uh, okay i like i I like him i love jim (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Jim. Also, I do love that he lives for the tea, but he also is like way more low key, you know. Oh, but you also see that little shit stirring side of him come out. That's where Peter Jr. got it from. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my. Um, Um, So immediately, Mama cares about who said I love you first. Like, these are the reasons. (laughs) It's very obvious. This is the, this is the reason why Peter is the way he is. We see this throughout the entire episode. (laughs) And right away, she just wants to know who said I love you first, which to me is like, if I was a parent, I'm going, I don't care who said I love you first. No, especially on a show like this. Do you know how easy it is? Becca, I'm in love with you. I want to marry you. Yeah, yeah. That's all that I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Not impressive. That's what Not I need to know. Not impressive. Um, but she's all about these displays, you know, these dramatic displays. Yeah, clearly. Well, it was crazy that I, I was reminded that Madison was the first one-on-one. Yes, and it's interesting because you didn't really see it come out during Maddie's one-on-one with the family. The fact that they have already met before. No, you couldn't tell at all. <laughs> you couldn't. Tell you really at couldn't all. tell at all. It seemed like they had known Hannah Ann, or in the words of Barb, I feel like I've known you my entire life, Hannah Ann. Uh-huh. And she got the first impression, Rose. So I was like, wow, these really are the two, like, really OG it's, girls. And maybe, and maybe that's when Peter was getting interviewed about, like, I knew who it was the whole time. Maybe that was more in reference to his top two, because those were mm. his top, like, I mean, those were really his top oh. two from the very beginning. Yeah, that's actually true. I didn't think about that 
because he couldn't reveal and who he, if Peter. So we're talking about in one of his interviews, he said, I knew like I knew I was in love with her. I thought he said her, though. He was saying basically like I knew for weeks but that also, I was in love. But also we don't even know like like Chris Harrison saying Peter doesn't even know how this thing's wrapping up. So Peter continuing to say I'm the most I'm so happy right now. I've known. I'm like I think maybe you're just referring to both of the women. <laughs> Are you just bullshitting all you, of us? Who you keep saying that you're in love with both of them. Yeah, totally. Um I by the way was literally shaking when Peter just comes right out the gate and is like, let me tell you all about Maddie and my problems. Oh my, I, I was know. Like, Whoa. Also, it was interesting because the way that he told it, it was obvious that it was editing, making it look like Madison left on the dinner date. I don't know if you caught that, but as he's laying out their situation, he tells his parents, we chatted at dinner and then we just parted ways at the yes. end of dinner. Was, and so oh, that was, was editing? Well, obviously, because he was telling his parents like, and then at the end of dinner, we just decided to go our separate ways. And he said, basically said it was like this mutual thing of like, it's the end of the night and we're going. But yeah. so I think editing made it look like she was leaving and like, is she going to show up at the rose ceremony? But it kind of sounds like Peter, like Peter didn't think she left. Right. Even Do you though, know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I totally get what you're saying. Even though the next day then he was, and again, I guess that could have been editing. The next day he seemed really like, is she coming? Well, yeah, true. But maybe it was more like she wasn't showing up and he was shocked because producers were like, she's not here, man. Right? She said, it's only like, the two I of them there. I thought that we just mutually separated. Like, yeah. Nah. So, Definitely an interesting point. I thought that was interesting. Um, and parents, they were not impressed with the <gasps> fact that she uh, waited. Oh. They, they, they immediately were like, well, she waited to tell you? Well, even even when Peter was telling the story about Maddie and saying, you know, she then told me that she, you know, didn't want me uh, to be intimate with anyone else in the fantasy suites because she was is uh, saving herself for marriage. Barb's face, she is... She is not pleased. Barb is like, my baby boy loves his sex. And I know that this is what he needs. And you are withholding this from him. This is not good, my girlfriend. My favorite thing is to make fresh squeeze OJ and scrambled eggs for his hookups in the morning after he goes out line dancing and brings someone home on Saturday night. By the way, Peter still lives at home. Yeah. Which I found out like officially the other day. And how... How has this not been talked about? More? No, I remember talking about it. Really? Yeah, because it was this thing of like, yeah, I still live with my parents because I'm traveling all the time and it just doesn't make sense for me to have my own place. I just feel like if it would be a different bachelor, let's just say Colton still lived at home. You know, they would have gone so hard on Colton. Yeah, but Col- it would have been like, he's a virgin but Colton's and he still lives true. at home. But he's also what? An ex-football player? Peter has like a full-blown career. Yes, and I believe it, but he also seems... No wonder he can afford that car. Like, He's like, I'm not paying no, rent. Right, I'm right, not right, paying a mortgage. I'm like, damn, nice I'm car. Ballin'. Nice wheels because you're not paying rent. Let's check out that savings account. But like, he, that does mean that... He, I mean, the level of closeness with his family, that as a 28-year-old man, he is living at home. I don't care. Here's the thing. I'll use I'll use my husband for example. Sure. If Evan and I weren't married and he was literally traveling three hundred and fifty days out of the yeah. year, he would still have his probably even if it was like the tiniest little shithole of a spot, or he'd stay with a friend yeah. or something. But his family, he wouldn't. Which I think it's lovely that they're close, but it's also like, oh my god, whatever woman ends up in this, it 
he lives at home. Mm-hmm. So like they better I mean, like her. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're going to get their own place in Bay ASAP. But, don't but, know. For, but that's so true. Oh, my God. But you're, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're right. Because if he ends up with Madison, they're obviously not going to move in together. Yes. But also Madison most likely won't be spending the night. So then also they can just avoid the home altogether. That's true. But she, but but she like, will be at their house right, all the time. Right, right. Cause like, let's go back and hang at my place and watch a movie. Watch a show. Barb's there. Jim's there. Jack is there. This also begs a question that we haven't co- that they haven't covered yet, which is does she want to move to LA or is he going to move to Alabama? Another very important piece of this puzzle which we haven't been given any insight they're into. both super close with their family so i'm interested and, in where they would stand on that and with hannah ann being like the revolve model <laughs> we know she already's moving to she la already has she's found her spot you know they're holding it for her you know no, she great. actually has moved here oh she has like officially. she's in the in the process okay well yes and we all knew that that was gonna happen of course especially because she's already friends with hannah, hannah G's G. like girlfriend i got an apartment yeah, with she, your name on it she immediately has like she has touch points in los angeles so that's fine this is all good to go now maddie does not seem like she would want to leave her family okay we got to keep going so okay, that we can okay. cover this but right. so so the parents were not impressed they're about not. any of this and they're upset like you said that they that she withheld that they're they're not fans mm-hmm. of that they're concerned um and <laughs> you know through it of course jack has to be like hey bud did they like this did they like the scar <laughs> through this really serious conversation Dude, jack actually like won the night jack, for me jack won hands down this jack jack is so savage honestly can we get him on paradise honestly jack for bachelor like they made a mistake and jack should have been bachelor can we get him on paradise though because i, I think feel he like needs to go after hannah ann if things don't work out oh i like this. they're both they both look about 14 yes yes oh my god and they and you know that the webbers like to keep it in the family yeah. peter would probably be like i i get it i get it man <laughs> I loved her. I get it. I love her too. Can you fucking imagine if he was with Madison and like, oh my God, I can't. Anyway, (laughs) so he goes, you're meeting Hannah Ann today. And without, before even describing Hannah Ann, his mother's reaction, she goes, wow. This is before he started describing her. He goes, you're meeting Hannah Ann. She goes, wow. Which makes me think, (laughs) and I, let's, we rewind the tape. When Maddie first met Barb and Jim, Mm -hmm. do you remember us talking about the fact her and Barb's interaction was a little strange. Like Barb was super like, well, let me tell you, honey, he's, and she wasn't as warm as I thought she was going to be. Yes, I do remember I that. I wonder if she just doesn't really like her. Like if she doesn't like her energy at all, because when he was like, yeah, Maddie, they were, she was like, yeah, great. And then like you said, he goes, Hannah Ann. Oh my, tell us about Hannah Ann. I also wonder, do you think oh, she's snooping around reality steep trying to find out who these girls are? Oh, 100%. Uh-huh. And so she knows what Hannah Ann looks like, I'm sure, knows about that she's in was in pageants, that she's that she's probably yeah. scoped out her Instagram at this no, point. No, there's nothing that she could have found that was wrong with Maddie, at least that any of us no, are aware No, but I'm saying of. Hannah Ann, she's like, this is my kind of girl. Yeah, she she vibes on Hannah Ann. Well, she also could have scoped out their Instagrams. Yeah. Oh, no, they would have been private at that point while they're filming. Okay, anyway. Regardless. I'm sure Barb has some intel at ABC and she forced. Oh, I'm sure. So and then his mom's face as he's describing her, she's just like, <laughs> "What? 
are we and Peter, so honored is the perfect combination of pure innocence that combines with all that confidence and jim's like she sounds like you bud sounds like you <laughs> what is going on what is happening the, the idea of sitting with my mom and dad and them acting this way i can't even wrap my brain around it I just can't even, this is so far from anything that I can recognize in my family. I don't even know how to handle it. And I am tickled. It's funny though, because then they get, they, you see the other side of it obviously come out later. Yes. And I'm like, okay, this is much more of a real family than you guys oh, no. than I, I thought you were before. Because at first I was like, this is exactly like, that sounds like you. So pure, right. innocent and whatever. Well, this level of intimacy is going to have to come with some pretty intense arguments. <laughs> This close-knit family, there's got to be a lot of ups and downs. <laughs> so Hannah Ann shows up. Hannah Ann is crying from the get-go. We did not see Hannah Ann shed a tear until officially, what, like last week? The, when the week She's before, Peter was like, I need you to see yeah. the emotions. And it clearly looks like... I saw people talking about how she's putting it on for the camera. Really? Blah, blah, blah. People oh, were saying that? Oh, coming for her hard in that way. I don't... No, that was last week. Oh, okay. With the tears. Okay, sure. But I have to be real... I just feel like we saw a certain side of her for like numerous weeks and then and she was so composed always and then when Peter finally was like open up let your guard down and like you said after she met his family it was almost after like he met her family yeah, yeah, yeah excuse me it was like that relief swept over her I think she genuinely is like super into her into him now I also think she's competitive yes and so there's a level sure. of like her when she's continuing to say throughout this episode I just want you to know that I support you and I want your family to know that I love you I don't care if they don't even like me smart moves right i think though that also she's overwhelmed by the fact that like i don't think she said you know she said she was never felt in love with mm -hmm. her last boyfriend i think she's like overwhelmed by the fact that she feels like she's in love with him yep and I, yeah i don't think she's putting it on this i didn't think she was putting it on this week at all i, I really didn't catch th that vibe i don't think she is either but i just feel like america even when you look at the numbers people hannah ann uh, was like is like at 750 and maddie is at 1.3 million and the truth of the matter is i think we saw more of hannah ann during the season than maddie in general May yeah actually you might be right I know people really are. Well, I mean, I understand too. Hannah Ann's not particularly relatable, like it, it, to, on screen in any way, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and she's sort of come off as maybe a little more two dimensional. Yeah. Um, but I really think that a lot of the thing with Maddie just has to, and I'm not saying this, I'm just saying this objectively. I think like Christian America, sure, and the Christian demographic of the of the Bachelor is really into maddie True. and like i'm People just saying that objectively not as any Luke kind of P put his support out there for maddie i don't know if oh we all saw this he endorsed her <laughs> he endorsed her and i was like <laughs> i don't think she probably wanted that bud but like i don't know <laughs> oh no you, you're catching the bud too i know oh boy i called evan bud 12 times this morning <laughs> <laughs> so they ask when did you realize there were feelings to oh Hannah my Ann? god and she goes the first the very first night we met She's tearing up talking She's, about him. And when she, she says, walked in the room and hugged all of them, her first interaction with Barb, Barb sees Hannah Ann watery eyed. And I'm like, Barb has such a boner right now. Mm -hmm. Like Barb is this. She has a mm -hmm. love boner for mm -hmm. Hannah Ann. It's everything. Well, and she also her words were so like just 
perfect what they wanted perfect. to hear. Perfect. I think with her, without her even knowing it, when she said, I'm proud to be a part of him, like I'm proud. I mean, wow. <laughs> Nailed it. It's like she took like a, a whole semester in, in studies on the Webbers. It was literally like it was grade A perfection. What the Webbers want to hear about their This son. is part of why I'm constantly impressed by Hannah Ann, because it almost seems like she knows what's going on in the times when she's not around. Like her her conversations always directly contrast to Maddie's in these very interesting, like parallel ways. Like it's I think, it's, it's yeah, I really think, bizarre. I think Hannah Ann is is our like I mean and we we suspected this from the beginning hence us assuming she had a body buried in her backyard but there was there's something about her she's sharp she's kind of psychic she's kind of psychic maybe she was a Disney character it was like a that's so Raven situation I don't know but she's <laughs> it's just well, well, Peter's with, with Maddie's just like she's in her room the producers are like are you <laughs> Locked in the bathroom, just concentrating super hard. Finger I mean, on the temple. I'm also like, are the, but I don't think so. I was thinking like, are the producers feeding her information What's going about what's going on? I think she's pretty perceptive. Well, even when she was sitting with Peter later after Maddie leaves and she's like, something's off. And I have to be real with you. I wasn't getting that energy from Peter. I felt like he was pretty there. And granted, ener- the energy, you know, could be off in the room. No, for sure. But also, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like she's probably maybe one of those people that just really picks up on energy. It's, it's, it seems like because it. Because she always does. And again, she was never one when the drama was getting heightened. She'd pull back. She would. You could see her throughout this whole thing pulling back when she would need to and then stepping forward when I she would need to. I think she's pretty intuitive and pretty like, I yeah. I think so too. And I think because she's not super emotional, we maybe haven't picked up on that, like how intuitive she is. Yeah. And I think she's also maybe not super like left brain in that. She's like, I don't think she necessarily like is super intellectual, but I think she's very, yeah, she seems to be able to pick up on vibes and feelings and Hannah, and you, pretty well. you surprise me weekly. I just, I mean, especially these past few weeks, I, I, I don't, I don't even know what to I know. Say. So he clings to her, pulls the move like he did with Madison on that boat. He's literally like making out with her shoulder. My mom was like, why is he doing that in front of his parents? What is this? This is so weird. Well, they're going to have to get used to seeing something like that. I mean, I'm sure every time he brings a girl home, they know they see it. Jesus Christ. And then so they're talking or whatever. And then, of course, Barb drops. I see you and me to to Jim. And, you know, Hannah Ann is just like soaring. Can you imagine getting that compliment from Barb? Can you imagine getting that compliment from anyone's mom and dad where they look at their husband with with love in their eyes and go, it's like, I see you and me in them. It's like, wow, that's talk about an endorsement. Oh, also when Peter, (laughs) totally. Also, when Peter's making out with her shoulder and then, then like clinging to her like a koala, Jim at one point under his breath goes, look at that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> that was my most favorite part of the whole interaction well look well won't you look at that I forgot that and he's got the hand on the sh- like like this isn't that right before barb goes i see you and he goes look at that and she goes i that. see you and me yep. oh it was everything my god it so, was everything so mama bear sits down with hannah Yes, and we hear Barb, she knows her son. She says, I'm concerned because Peter falls so hard. Like, so it's not like, you know, Barbara knows. She's aware of, of her, uh, of Peter's things. Well, and talk about 
uh, editing oh. energy because well, the the part where she says I don't want you two to, to change each other could not have been more taken out of context in the in the teaser. She's just yeah. The editing did us so dirty. Honestly, this season props to the editors of this show because they had us going we did not know what was going to happen going in all different directions um she says i want to see pure happiness in his life i want you two to grow together i don't want you two to change each other mm-hmm. um, and hannah ann also throws in smart girl smart girl she throws in that it's been the hardest process because she hasn't exactly gotten it in return oh she throws that little arrow because she knows she's connecting with barb and it's like your son i love him so much and i haven't necessarily gotten it back but it doesn't even matter to me and that seed is planted in barb's head smart girl she's killing it with the tears again like i'm not (laughs) saying it killing it like she's putting it on it's just everything's flowing couldn't be going better she's holding not be going better her and barb are holding hands they are lovers like it is the connection it's like i know you know barb is like i'm She's now, Barb is now, has created a fantasy that, that she, Hannah yeah. Ann is young Barb. And she sees, she looks at Hannah Ann and she's like, I'm looking at myself mm-hmm. however many years ago. Also, mm-hmm. if you see old pictures of Barb, they look pretty similar Do to they? each other. Yeah. Also, Hannah Ann's dress, of course, as uh, just the perfect amount of sexy and sweet mm-hmm. to meet a family. Oh. Like, you know, you're going to charm the dad. Mom's not going to be thinking you're too immodest. Everything's oh, looking perfect. And also like, you know, like flowery and summery, bright, bright, I know. cheery. I mean, it was the it was I wrote it was the perfect first meeting of a family. Uh, if I could give it an Olympic score, it would just be a perfect 10. Perfect 10. 10. I don't, 10, I don't 10. think we've ever seen a family meeting go that seamlessly and have them be like, oh my God, we love her so much. Hannah's with Tyler went pretty well. Not quite so over the top gushy, but I've... Yeah, but... But no, you're right. The the Hannah Anna was just like, it it was, it was, they were ready to adopt her. Because even with Peter's family with Hannah Brown, like that went really well. Yeah. But Hannah Brown was not like, I like Peter... Hannah Hannah Ann is like I am in love with every part of him and she's so verbalizing this so clearly to his parents and within seconds they're like it's you and me Barb is like I can feel the love she has for my son oh my god and then Jim and Hannah Ann are talking Uh his chain literally gives me everything that I need in my life I'm I'm in love with him like honestly I swear to god I like Jim you know what I wouldn't want to do Barb dirty like that but like senior uh senior show I want Jim I want that energy as for the lead. Okay. Um, Oh, and then, yeah, Hannah Ann's throwing out, Peter has given me the gift of what it's like to love someone. And she says, knowing this may be our last week together, I know I gave it my all. When I look at him, I look at my heart. I mean, the lines were fantastic. And I'll be honest with you, after Hannah Ann's uh, list letter to Peter, didn't think the lines were going to be, you know, that lofty. She really did her homework. (laughs) And then he said, he goes, you... You seem like you're extremely compatible. <laughs> Everything's going so well. <laughs> and like we've said, I agree. I think they're extremely compatible. I think I think Hannah Ann and Peter are perfect together. I think so too. Now the problem is that Hannah Ann has not lobbied enough drama to Peter. The problem is too is it's not real life. And she is being compared against this other emotional roller coaster of a journey. In real life, if he meets her at the freaking line dancing club or wherever the hell he goes out to on the weekends, 
it's the done they're signed, in love, right? sealed, delivered. Okay, okay, they're yes. married. Yes, you know, but it's because of this. She's not dramatic enough in this situation, and the scenario is just so high adrenaline, high like everything, and being compared to something that's completely different. It's throwing him off. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, both parents are just gushing over her. Absolutely gushing and. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's it's so intense. And then Jim and Peter have a conversation. And that's, you know, Jim's just like, she's really into you. Um, and Peter says that any reservation that he may have is because he's into both. And then Jim's just like, yo, give me something, bud. <laughs> Who are you leaning more towards? Um, well, and he says before that, that there's nothing lacking with Hannah. Nothing. And he's made that very clear. She's the perfect woman. He said that actually for weeks like and a weeks. Bazillion She's times. the perfect woman. But then when he says, who are you leaning towards? He doesn't answer, but he says that he needs more time with Maddie. And my brain says, yes, Peter, what you don't understand is the reason you need more time with Maddie is because you need to have sex with her. Yeah. Like, it's very clear. (laughs) That's what my mom said, too. Yes. It's like, it's very clear that Peter, that sexual intimacy is a huge thing for Peter, okay? Also, he probably just wants to have sex with her, too, so she's the curiosity. Do you think he's ever been in a situation with a woman like this who's just hasn't thrown her clothes off within 30 seconds? No, and I think that his conversation with Jack and Peter's defensiveness makes that pretty obvious. Yep. (laughs) He doesn't know what he's talking about, okay? He does not know what he is in for if he's making a commitment from going being this guy who's very clearly his family's making it known he likes to party he likes to have sex all of these things to be like no i can just turn it off oh my god i have so many things to say so about i'm not sure i wrote this in my notes i'm not sure if this is from the preview or his conversation with his dad but he, at some point he says they both have my heart one's one's making it easy and the other's making it yes. not easy yeah. he said that i think with a, in a conversation later with him okay okay and he likes not easy we know this about peter Right. So when he said that he needs more time with Maddie, it's like, okay, it's because you want to have sex with her. I think also this like, yes, absolutely. And I think the thing with him and Hannah Ann is I think their love like Jim and Barb would blossom with time. Like I see their 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 relationship deepening as they grow a life together. Yes. And, and I feel like they will move in the same direction in life. They would find out different things about each other. A year, years into it, they'd be like, well, I didn't know that you liked to bowl too. Should we, should we join a league together? <laughs> Their love takes new heights. Soars. Hannah Ann, at the age of 45, decides, I want to get my pilot's license. He's never been more turned on. Oh my. They do it together. This, I mean, this is... It's a, it's a slow, it's a slower <laughs> burn. And that's why... It's this is an issue in this kind of scenario. That's why that's why the context of this and his relationship with Maddie. That's why things are going the way it is, because this isn't this isn't the progression of real life. And if it was, Hannah Ann would have it in the bag. And and I will stick by this to my dying day, because Lord knows I'll be talking about this season on my deathbed (laughs) because it's still going to be haunting me. I'm sure. I think that when we saw Maddie and Peter before up until up until the the fantasy suite date or up until she confronted him saying i don't think i want you to sleep with any of the other women yeah there they had chemistry for sure but he wasn't like dying for the mads 
Do you know what I mean? It was he liked her and they was always like, oh, you know, Maddie and I, it's, she's great. And they'd like kiss. But it wasn't that like hot spark that he had with maybe Victoria F, for instance, where he had a lot of passion and emotion. Yeah. And, and I, I think as soon as she threw the drama at him, now all of a sudden Peter's like, oh, she, I'm in love with her. And you're yes. like, oh my God. <laughs> and let's be real. In real life, too, they'd never cross paths. Never. And I'm not even just talking about where they live or anything. I mean, when they're talking about lifestyle, I mean, I, I just don't think they would ever they wouldn't. cross paths. And if they did, she would be turned off by him yes. very quickly. Yes. Uh, and because of because who lifestyle. he is and his life and all this stuff would come forward quickly as it does when you're meeting someone in real life and she would be like that's not my husband. Yep, and we heard a lot this episode about partying Peter. Which I'm be real with you, guess what we've been seeing lately? Peter in Kylie Jenner stories. Stassi Wait, story. are you <laughs> Yes, these girls, these girls party, okay? Wait, so Peter likes he's hanging to out party. with Tyler? I don't what? I don't know. But he Are you serious? Oh yeah, Peter's getting around town. So it's kind of like, okay, Peter enjoys the Hollywood scene. He likes to party and I just, you know, maybe Maddie does, but I'm going to doubt it because later on in the episode, we see that Peter busts out sparkling apple juice for Milady, he says. <laughs> So she doesn't drink. Doesn't seem like it. They're like, it's just, it's just not, it's just too much. It's different. Two ships crossing in the night. Yes. It's a Romeo and Juliet type of story. Okay. Well, we got to get into Madison's in a second because yes. I mean, this is, this is know, where we're really going to unpack the meat and potatoes. Um, so, I mean, yeah, th- this is just, it is what it is. Hannah Ann's date was perfect. Um, it was seamless. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10. Okay. 10. 10. 10s <laughs> across the board. 10s across ten. the board. <laughs> Conversation with dad. 10. Conversation with mom. 10. Outfit choice. 10. <sighs> PDA. 10. Everything was a 10. Um, <laughs> Jack's boner for her at a 10. <laughs> the whole family is in love with her. Oh gosh! We'll and you know that. Hannah Ann would fucking move in with his family too, and they'd she they'd, wouldn't even they'd have it. their little game room suite set up. Her and Barb would be making pancakes for the boys in the morning. They'd have matching aprons. They'd, they'd giggle be about their sex lives with the fucking husband. They for son sure. They have their they've had their song in the morning. They'd have a song they turn on every morning. What I want you got. And they'd be spinning with spatulas with pancake mix. <laughs> Barb tosses her the apron. She catches it. <laughs> tosses Barb the the, the she, they're like spinning knives and stuff, throwing an apple <laughs> for the fruit salad. And Peter and other Peter, older Peter, come out in the morning and they're just like our girls, you know, ah. our girls. They fist bump as they come out of the bedrooms in their boxers. You make my dreams go true. Oh boy! Oh god! Well, speaking of ten out of tens, let's talk about this next sponsor. Oh um, yeah! So I feel like our days lately, Becca, have been pretty unpredictable, which is awesome, but yep. doesn't make getting dressed super easy. In the span of four hours, we could be in a meeting, chasing our kids around the park. Uh, I'd be taking my dog to the vet. You're going to school. We're meeting up with our men's for a quick lunch. How are we supposed to be dressed appropriately for all these activities without packing three extra pairs of shoes in our cars? It's crazy. But we have an answer. A cute, comfortable, sleek pair of shoes from Rothy's. And not only are Rothy's shoes and bags super cute, but they are eco-friendly. You So, you know, 
sustainability is my thing right now. Rothy's carefully crafts their products out of eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic bottles and marine plastic. And to date, they've kept 50 million plastic bottles out of landfills and they ship directly in the box. No unnecessary packaging at all. Music to my ears. I ordered them. I have them. I love them. They're fantastic. They're pretty great. We both own pairs of Rothy shoes, including their best-selling shoe, The Point in Black, which I have, which has 3,000 near-perfect reviews. Um, Actually, though, let's just go ahead and call it 3,001 because I concur with the rest of you. Um, They're comfortable. They go with everything. They're eco-friendly and... uh, they're machine washable for all you dirty broads out there or parents with children whose shoes are always immediately filthy within one hour after purchase. With Rothy's, you can wash them in the washing machine and they are good as new. Gorgeous. What's not to love? Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash chatty. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash chatty. Uh, comfort, style, and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash chatty today. I also wanted to say, I was, uh, side note about that. The other day I was talking about, um, like the recycled plastic clothes, which is an issue with the clothing products mm-hmm. that I was, that I was talking about, but not with the shoes. Cause they're made like super durable. They don't shed the microplastics because of the like the woven fabric that they use. And you don't have to throw them in the washing machine. So yeah, that's very I just want to say that doesn't conflict with what I was talking about the other day. And I love my Rothy's. Rothy's are they're also so damn durable. I know. I have literally, I've been taking them on hikes. I've gotten them so beat up. Those things do not stretch. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're great. I love them. Anyway. Um, okay, so. Unfortunately for Maddie, Hannah did have tens across the board because now she is about to walk into something that is quite different. Her lashes have an extra layer of mascara <laughs> on them, which means there are about 17 coats on there at this point because it's a big day. They they really were looking extra long, weren't they? There was there had to have been extra coats. I think maybe of waterproof. Good call. So Those waterproof does get a little chunkier. Also, even before that, Chris Harrison, one thing I did note when he was doing his little intro for yeah. it, he called Madison's thing an ultimatum. Did you catch that? I didn't. He referred to it as an ultimatum in the live studio. Chris, 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 Chris. <laughs> we caught that, you sly dog. You think you can pull one over on us? Well, you pulled it over on me, but you didn't pull it over on Becca. Mm-mm, I mm-mm, got mm-mm. it. Also, I legitimately thought the driver was driving backwards as you see this car pulling up with Madison. <laughs> Did you see? There's So I guess in Australia, they drive on the right side, oh, okay. <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing. I thought it was only in the UK. Okay. And I see someone fully turned around in their seat on the driver's <laughs> side. What would be the driver's side of the U.S.? And I was like, here they come. This this date's already going to shit. It's the driver's like turned fully to- back around in his seat. <laughs> what really the heck? start. Oh, my God. Um, okay, well, Peter says okay. before, okay. he says, I'm in, I'm in love with Maddie. I am so in love with Maddie. Like, it is emphatic. We can tell in this moment that Maddie, he's leaning more towards Maddie at this point. It seems quite obvious. I think that and the thing is, his family, and we see this even more in the episode, it's that reverse, it's like reverse psychology. Oh, it's a perfect example of literally something that probably every single person has experienced in relationship with their family. I was watching it going, oh my God, this exact scenario happened with my family. And I ran into the arms of someone and about two months dating that person, I was like, 
oh, I don't think I like you very much. Oh, you know, those people who know me better than most people guess they actually knew me. (laughs) I shouldn't be with this person. (laughs) Oh, turns out they were right. Of course, this isn't the case with everyone. I'll never admit. Oh, no, of course not. (laughs) No, but like you're saying, like, he lives with them. He's 28. Of course, sometimes, you know, there's plenty of families who it's not that's not the case with. But I think a lot of times, too, as kids, it's the reverse psychology thing. You just you're like the second your parents dig their heels down at all. Even if you're like like 30. It's like, you don't understand my love. (laughs) It's different when she and I are alone together. Which, by the way, is like the biggest flag in a relationship. You know, when you have a friend like that, it's different when it's just me. You're just like, well, why though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how come we only? <laughs> how come I only see you guys when you guys are fighting? Yeah, you're only happy when you're alone. Well, guess what? In the world, welcome to reality. In the world, there are more people. <laughs> you're not going to be alone that much. There's going to be a lot of people around all the time. Okay, so their conversation. Okay. Becca, I feel like before I even start, I'm just going to get in trouble. But I'm just going to say this right now. I'm probably going to get in trouble. Why? Because I just felt like I didn't like the way that this went. What I was seeing on the Internet, and I really felt like a lot of people are blinded by. I just keep seeing this rebuttal over and over again of there's nothing wrong with telling someone you don't you feel comfortable with them sleeping with other people and this whole dynamic between them and this whole playing out of events is so beyond just her saying that she doesn't feel comfortable with that so i wish people would stop just throwing that out there of there's nothing wrong with not wanting your partner to sleep with other people and i'm like of course not but there's so much more context and so much more other like manifestation of how you're expressing things and what your actions are showing and all this different stuff Mm -hmm. granted Mm -hmm. when we're talking about this conversation too i also want to put in context we're talking about this conversation and not i mean we know that she leaves at the end of this episode so but let's push that for aside for a second and like look at everything that's playing out here you know what i'm saying but then but then also yes she does leave but we also then are getting clips of her telling chris harrison that she's made a mistake and we see footage of her potentially driving back so maybe she does come back but her tan is substantially lighter in that clip of her talking to chris harrison so it has to be weeks later What's gonna she was so much paler. Oh, I noticed God, that. I can't wait for tonight. I'm freaking out. What's going to happen? So, um, okay. Wow, you're very, you, you notice a lot of things. I really don't. I don't pick up on that type of stuff. I was like, <gasps> she's turned shades lighter. <laughs> what the heck? I instantly, because she looked like a different person to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway. I need to so, work on my detective skills. <laughs> um, yes, and I completely agree with what you're saying. This goes, for me, this is really beyond this actual conversation what it is is just this inherent like you guys like this it's there's so many differences there's so many differences and the big the big elephant in the room that you won't talk about and it's making me furious is that Maddie doesn't want to have sex until she gets married. You guys are still not having the actual also, conversation. Yeah, my, so I was watching it with my sister too and my sister was like why don't they just sit down and like hash out each of their beliefs too and then we were like well because where's the fun and spiciness and hotness in that but if they actually just sat down and be like 
let's really talk about foundationally yes what like do we what, believe? what do we believe about like things that are big you know in madison's life and and in all people's lives there's like what what is the nature of who god is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how does god play a role in our lives yeah, do you guys really what, know what the other person feels about like what how, do you think about what drinking? Are their fundam- yeah what do you think about par- me going out with my friends well, what cl- do you think about me watching porn? Well, cl- and clearly we see that she's not like super down with that because when those things are getting brought up, you can tell that Red she's flag. like, yeah, I'm not. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. And that's, again, completely fine. But like, how do either of them think this is going to pan out? What are your political beliefs? Where do you want to be living? Like all of these, of course, are not deal breakers. But when you culminate all of these different things together, like her, like his dad was saying, like how compatible are the mm-hmm. two of you really? And I'm going to say this as someone, you know, who's been in a relationship for a really long time. Having differences is good and fun and important. And I think it helps you continue to grow. But what brings you back together? When you have so many fundamental beliefs that are different like so many because to me it's like you can even have two people obviously with two different religious beliefs but there's like fundamental things that are the same but with maddie and peter it's like so much is different what are what are the what are the what are the 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 things are we seeing what do you see that are that they have in common i just see that they they have a good time together and there's chemistry but again this to me again goes this goes outside of religious beliefs this goes to the fact that peter is a pilot you know who grew up in the hollywood lifestyle in westlake and maddie is you know a college basketball player who like grew up in a small town and doesn't seem like she necessarily wants to leave like it there's just so much and again those those separately all these things can work out it's just like you said the full culmination of all of it is like this could end up being a very 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 stressful relationship because you just don't have that commonality and you want to talk long term long term when you have that much different that's really hard and also i know that you know I know families are not, you need to live your own life outside of your family. Peter doesn't have his own life outside of his family, no. first of all. And both and it of seems their like families, super, both of their families yeah. are very involved in their lives. Mm-hmm. And both, both of their families don't seem super stoked on the other person. Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't seem like that's going to be what can play out if they move forward in their relationship. So it's like, that is also a really big stressor because they're both really involved. And that's, just that shit sucks. If you have in-laws, if you're even just dating someone and you're not constantly not vibing with the rents that they are in oh, contact he, with every oh, day. you guys. It <laughs> causes a lot of problems in your relationship. I can tell you that firsthand. I mean, like family vacations. One, oh, birthday dinners. Holidays. Like, where are we going to stay? I mean, like there's there like it causes a lot of of problems. And again, that's one piece of this puzzle. That's one piece of this puzzle. Like you were saying, we talk about literal lifestyles. One person doesn't drink. One does. One parties. One doesn't. One is sexually active. One isn't. Who knows what the political beliefs are? They live in two separate places. Like they, I I mean, there's just, it's just, there's so much that's different. I don't think that they've, yeah, I don't think he's really, really thought about this because I was even just thinking when you said holidays, like imagine what that's going to be like for him when they go visit her family at Christmas and 
or, you know, she comes to visit his family, whatever, and they're staying in separate hotel rooms or whatever, or separate. I mean, that is just going to be a whole new world for him. Or even the fact that, like, do you think Barb is going to be okay with Peter having Christmas over there? Oh, my God. No. And again, I'm telling this to you firsthand because I've experienced this and I live Evan and my families. They live very close to each other and his is very involved. And I'm just going to say it's it's love him to death. But like you have two my and my family's not you have two families like that. That shit gets wild. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm sure you can make it work, but it's just all the factors combined that people that they're just not thinking. It's going to be it's just going to be really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And I don't think either one of them are prepared for that. No, not at all. So so in t- let's get into their conversation. Yeah, let's talk their conversation. Um, So she right away again, it's the same energy like we saw last week. It, she's just not happy. Like she comes in unhappy. Peter's like, how are you doing? She's like, I'm not good. Um, and she says, this is your journey. You're a big boy. Um, and I want you to make your own decision, but I wanted you to see the weight and gravity. Um, and she said, what yeah. I was okay with and what I wasn't what, okay with. Blah, and blah, then blah. she said, up until then, I hadn't asked anything of you, uh, which right away, we like, we kind of talked about before, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like up until then, I hadn't asked anything of you, that kind of thing. It's like. I'll get more into this in a second. I just, I just feel like. Let's get, let's let's talk. We'll, we'll get more into it as okay. more of this conversation okay. plays out. Uh, she says, I felt like in that moment, you put your feelings and your wants and your needs way above mine. And that was so hurtful. And. <sighs> okay. I, I have to say it. I just feel like, especially when she said, I've been, um, I haven't asked anything from you. I've been um, I've defended you and trusted you and, you know, all these things. I just feel like, again, even let's just say if Maddie went on the show hoping it was Tyler. When she says, I haven't asked anything from you, it's kind of like, but he he hasn't asked anything from her either. The only thing that he's quote unquote asking from her is like for her to be okay with him dating all these other women, which she signed up for. So my thing is the only thing that right. that could be he used. He didn't put her in this situation and in right. this position. And, and I, what happens is what I'm feeling in the energy of this conversation is Peter's being made to feel bad for even going like it goes beyond having sex. It's like her being in this situation, the fact that they met in this context anyways. And you're kind of like, yeah, but you went on the show and now this is, and I'm saying this, like, it's not a good foot to start your relationship off where the other person is already apologizing and she's making him feel like I haven't asked you for anything. And it, and like she said before, I, I sacrifice so much like watching you make out with the other girl. And it's like, okay, you, you did sign up for this situation for him to be dating other people. And, and, and he doesn't owe you anything because of that. No. And again, even, even if we were on, let's talk virgin, let's talk, let's talk virgin bachelor. Let's talk Colton. Let's talk Sean Lowe. These guys made out with every, with tons of women. So it's like, it's not like she's even been seeing, um, uh, even if she's going to say, Hey, none of the other guys slept with and I was hoping that maybe I'd be on a season where the guy wasn't having sex in the fantasy suites 
there's still that feeling where on top of the sex, she was in her brain. She already felt like she was sacrificing. She She already felt like she was giving something. She was giving him something. She was allowing him. And so they're going to walk away. Let's just say he didn't even have sex with any of the women in the fantasy suite. My thought is this specific show is not the right environment for Maddie because of her beliefs. It's going to be something that is going to take a lot of undoing in her brain to get out of her subconscious as they move forward. So much mental energy for her to try to yeah like you said undo all this and I feel like and I feel bad for her in that way too because that's like this level of anxiety that she's putting herself mm-hmm. through probably ha- probably having to watch this mm-hmm. season with Peter but my thought is this let's just say he didn't even have sex with any of the women he walks away or he walks away proposing to Maddie they run into you know the fields together I still think she would have felt like she was making sacrifices the whole time because of his relationship with the other Mm -hmm. women. So their whole relationship in general would start off kind of on this sour note of like, you owe me a little bit. Well, yeah. And also like this idea that he put his feelings and wants and needs above hers. I think that, you know, a lot of people are saying like, it's fair to ask your partner not to sleep with other people. But I think we're also not taking enough consideration about the nature of the show. And I know, I know, I know, I know there's been other bachelors that haven't slept with the other ones, whatever. Put that aside. The nature of this show is there, and which he has kept saying is I have two other relationships like Mm -hmm. this. It's not like She's the main chick and these are the side chicks like these are the other these are all people that he's dating and considering marrying mm-hmm. and, and and it's also like the nature of the show is yeah it's all about Peter yeah. and that's kind of is what you're signing yourself up for so for him putting his feelings and wants and needs in the context of his other relationships like yeah they are going to go I, I don't know how to I guess I'm not really uh, describing I, no, but that I, well, I, under, but. I understand what you're saying though again it's it's just it's just the, it's the context of the show and again this is not like my my biggest thing is that when even people are saying other bachelors didn't sleep with some of the other women that's fine my point is I think that even if he wouldn't have slept with the other women, I think they'd be still having this conversation after the show while she's watching back as he's making out with the other women, telling other women that he loves them. This would be problematic, as it is for a lot of people after the show. But I think to a a different level because of Maddie's faith and like, the, again, the fact that she keeps saying that she already was sacrificing before this point, that she wasn't asking anything of him. She was defending him. Like she was giving him everything again. So there's nothing wrong with saying this is what I, so, so basically let's, let's just, let's just break it down. She yeah. says, this is a deal breaker. You sleeping with other women is a deal breaker. Fair. Totally. Do we think she should have brought it up sooner? Would it have been better for him to know all this sooner? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Whatever. Fine for her to say that this is a deal breaker. He does said deal breaker, which is fully his right and his choice as he is pursuing relationships with two other women. And in that moment, he did show her. Yeah, Maddie, I care more about pursuing these other relationships than I'm not I'm not going to you're I'm not sure that you're the one. So, no, I'm not going to make that sacrifice for you. I'm not going to make that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Deal breaker was done. She then continues with the relationship. So at that point, it's not really on him to like make it up to her somehow because 
she I mean, that's just the way that I see it. She was like, this is a deal breaker. He did it. She didn't leave. And then now he's going to have to do a dance and like make up for the thing that he chose to do that she said he was she was going to leave if he did it. Yeah, this is a very different this this is again a very 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 different context if they were in the outside world and they were in a relationship and he like cheated. This is very different. Cheating is different though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like it's but like it's, but but that, what I'm saying is if if in in the outside world, you know, he cheated and then she decided to keep take him back. Yeah, he better be fucking making up for it. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? But in this context it is a little same. weird. It's a little gray. It's like if you told Evan I don't want you going on this tour because this tour compromises my beliefs. I don't know what the context would be of mm-hmm. that. And then Evan was like, and, and you guys aren't married. You're dating. You said, if you go on this tour, I can't move forward with our relationship. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm interested in pursuing my career and going on this tour. He goes on tour. You decide to stay with him. And then you're like, I can't believe you went on that tour. You need to make this up to me. Yes. I sacrifice so much. It's like, yes. well. And, and, and what I'll say is that I would for sure do that. <laughs> <laughs> so in this situation, I can't like hey, you, you can't fall, you can't because falter I, because for it. Because I get it. Because yeah. I get it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I get being in this oh, I get being in this situation yeah. where you're super attracted to somebody. You, you know, she probably she probably in her deepest parts wants to have sex with him. She wants sure. to be with him. She wants him to be her guy. But like, you know that it's not the right thing because of all the differences. And so you're wanting so badly for the other person to be like, you're right. Screw all this. Let's take off. I'm not going to, you know, do this, this, this and that. I'm going to become a youth pastor, like whatever her like what she wants. Like, that's what she wants in her heart. And I've been in this situation before and I've done this so many times where I'm like, I know that it's I know know that I can't ask. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what it is? The the issue I'm having with the response I'm seeing on the internet, yeah. et cetera, is that it's like she is right and justified in the way that she's going about this. And I don't think it's that. St- I, I don't think that she's right in the right way she's moving forward with. I sh- think she should have left instead of like continuing it for it to be this thing and i and i think that maybe if he really did love her he maybe shouldn't have done that i mean i don't think either of them are really right in this scenario but i don't think it's right to paint her as being fully justified in the way she's handling this situation okay especially let's move on in this conversation because first of all editing in heartbeats left and right throughout this whole conversation (laughs) anytime that they're talking now so she says and this is the part where i'm like i'm seeing this little bit of using these little hooks uh-huh. and pull and pulling. And this is where I saw some of the, what I felt like was minor manipulation take yeah, place absolutely. aside from the, the holding this over your head, even though I said I was going to be out the door. I if think, this happened. I think what you're about to say is probably some of the reason that I have been saying what I'm saying for the past like 10 minutes is because of the whole context of this conversation. So she says, I was ready to say yes. If you got down on one knee, and the conversation keeps playing out. Um, and I just, yeah. So she says that. And then he goes, you know, like, you're the only person, which I thought was super fair, who hasn't told me how you feel mm-hmm. about me. Yep. And I, and I, it's funny because I kind of had 
forgotten about that. Yes. Like I had forgotten about the fact that like all these other women are like, I love you so much. And of course that's Peter's thing. And she's the one who has it. And he hasn't even, we haven't even seen him in any interviews be like, like really questioning that, which with the other women he was. So I sort of thought that this conversation would have been appropriate to bring up when they had their dinner portion of the date on Fantasy Suites Week, because that's what I would have brought up as him. Like, you haven't expressed how you feel about me, yet you keep, and and I've told you, like, how I'm feeling, and you're expecting, so, and, and this is interesting of her saying, like, I haven't asked anything of you up until this point, but she also hasn't given him anything, any, like, how I, fe- expressing, like, how she feels towards mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm. and then it's interesting to me that then she's like, you need, if, like, this is, I won't be able to go on if this and this happens, and yeah. then he brings up, like, you're the only person who didn't tell yeah. me how you felt We've about heard her me. talk in interviews, but she has not, we, we, she's almost always about to say something, and then it's like, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And he then said it felt like an ultimatum since she hasn't expressed how she feels until now. But then she says, I didn't know how I felt until now. And I'm like, but you just said, I think she was saying she didn't know how she felt until they were up um, on the tower or on that very scary thing. And she was going to tell him at dinner. Okay, but then also I'm. But, but, so but then, technically, but the so ultimatum, what? What, the, the quote unquote ultimatum, was before was then. Dropped the week before, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, then what? Did you just expect that he hadn't slept with anyone because of what you said the week before, and then you were going to tell him that you love? Like, I, yeah. I was just like, it just, it, it, it felt. I'm not saying that that wasn't her intention. It just sort of felt like at that point she was like. I saying then, what she needed I, to say in the conversation. And then she was saying things like, you know, I was just focused on us, but the the decisions that you make do affect us. And that's something that is true that I think Peter needs to learn in his own personal life. <laughs> is that like, you know, decisions, because we've seen this entire season, Peter pop in and be like, such and such said this, drop the bomb in the room, watch all the women explode, mm-hmm. remove a girl, bring her back. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, guy. Sure. There's an there's everyone's affected by these decisions. So yeah. like whatever decision Peter's making outside of Maddie and his relationship is affecting Maddie. Yes. And I think sometimes Peter doesn't think about this when he's in a room alone with one girl. It's like, yo, this is going to affect numerous people, my friend. And I'm not saying that I, I, I don't doubt that she felt that way about being ready to get engaged to him and what have you. I'm not right, saying that. She didn't communicate it with None him. of that was expressed. And then also it's sort of this thing of like, well, I didn't know how I felt back then. And it's like, well, you must have felt something before the tower moment. Like you don't just not feel anything or not are sure how you feel. And then all of a sudden you're up on a tower with someone and you're like, I love them. I'm going to tell them tonight at mm-hmm. dinner. So it's like, I don't know how you can say, I don't, I don't think there can be both. Maybe I'm just nitpicking a little bit, but I just felt that that was fair of him to bring up. Like you had never expressed how you feel. I think that it was he brought up too, which is important for her to remember. He's like, I have been in your exact shoes. Like I understand what you're saying. I understand. She said, didn't you hold back when you were on this side of it? Yeah. And it was like, not that what I remember. I mean, he's and he said he did a little bit. But from what I remember with Uh, Peter, he laid it all out there. (laughs) 
he was pretty straightforward. I remember, I think it was um, the week before even hometown dates, Peter might have said like that he's in love with her or something. I think so, he, too. He, he said it pretty stinking early, I think, with Hannah Brown. And he was always pretty out there with his emotions. It was a good reminder, though, of like, yeah, I do know what it's like to be in your mm-hmm. position. And it sucks. And there. And it sucks. Yeah. And he acknowledged the suckiness of it. Yeah. Um, but then she said, at this point, I feel like I'm hanging on by a thread. If I'm just being honest, I need to feel confident and sure and at peace. And I don't feel that way right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then she does the flip and she says, as mad as I was that night, I didn't want to leave your arms. And this is then oh, where, this is then where I was getting a little bit like where my, my heart rate started to go through the roof for both of them. Cause well, I was she like, also said, you have to, uh, she, he said, you just have to meet me halfway. I'm like, what does that mean? No idea. <laughs> Is this a sexual innuendo? What are you talking about? Um, no, yeah, I, and she said, I didn't want to leave your arms. Yeah. Yeah. And that's then when I was like, okay, like I said, my heart rate started to go through the roof because I was like, okay, now what I was feeling was I thought she was about to leave. I thought she was going to mm-hmm. walk away before meeting the family. Um, and because she was like, I'm hanging on by a thread. And then the switch flips a little bit and then they start getting more cozy and intimate. And then yeah, she goes, the chemistry a, starts she firing says, up. Love isn't the issue, which I'm like, oh, what, what is the issue then? I she mean, says, well, it's all, all this other, other <laughs> she says, it's all this other crap. And I'm like, AKA both of your lives and who you are. <laughs> Literally fundamentally, fun, who you are fundamentally as people is what's getting in the way of your love. But watching this was just giving me anxiety because it was just like as painful as it was. As soon as she said, I'm hanging on by a thread. I was like, Oh, she's going to walk away and this is going to suck. But and you know what? Says, they need this. He says, let's just do it. Peter. And then she goes, you know, me speaking up and choosing not to leave is fighting. Right. Which, again, like, I think maybe I'm reading a little too far into it, but there is this undercurrent of, like, I've given you so much. Well, but, and that's, but that's the energy that I'm, that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. from her the past, like, two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a lot of, and obviously, you know, there were a hundred thousand reasons why we had a problem with Victoria F and didn't have a problem with Maddie. So I'm not comparing the two of them but in this specific way the energy that peter had with victoria f was kind of like peter was always apologizing and it was kind of like he felt bad and i think kind of peter likes that yeah because then once you see his dynamic with his mom yeah, yeah of course uh, you're just kind of like i think peter dislikes to and i think yeah to be in the situation where he's apologizing and kind of like i don't know it's a it's an interesting dynamic i I think that he would probably be super into dominatrix shit, by the way. He's been like, have I been bad? Do you need (laughs) to punish me? Like, I could see him being super into that kind of kink for sure. Because he seems to like like loving Maddie doing this because he's like, maybe we're not having sex, but I'm so tired. Also, like this narrative. Yeah. This narrative about that I I got really sick of throughout the, uh, the episode about fighting for love. And I'm like, yeah, love is something you should fight for, but you shouldn't have to fight and wade through every girl thing that comes up literally, in your relationship. Literally preach this from the rooftops because it was getting me so upset. I feel like this is such the stereotypical and this is like, you know, so obnoxious to me, but just like, listen, Disney, like one of those things that we're taught and inundated with that, like, it's not real love if you don't have to fight for it. And it's like, listen, yeah. that's 
fully. It's one of two. It's either like love is supposed to be easy. Right. Or love is something you fight for. Right. You're like, like, maybe it's both. What about just like mellow love? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's both. Maybe there's trials you're going to have to face together. But the. But, you know, that type of toxic thinking sometimes is what gets people like, hey, your girl over here for years in a situation where when all of a sudden Evan and I would just actually be coasting and doing well, I'd want to. throw a flamethrower in it because I'm like it's just too easy right now it's too mellow something must be wrong the passion isn't there and And it's like no sometimes it just doesn't it happens naturally and again like you said going through tough things together is can be so like beautiful and binding you together and I'm not saying that but I'm but but the fact that like it needs to be hard is like no no guys like I know You don't have to just, it doesn't have to always be a fight. Sometimes you meet someone and especially, and I'll say this 12 times, especially when you're first meeting somebody. This is different. Oh, in the first six weeks of your relationship. This is different when you've been with someone for a while and tough things come up and you fight through it. Life shit. And you don't just give up on it because you guys have differences and it's hard. We're talking from the get-go. You guys haven't even. No, we're talking first two months. You guys aren't even official. He's still with other people, and it's this like like fighting for love. No, also also they wrap up the conversations. That's when she says, "I love you." I was going to tell you that that night. Yeah, Which I'm like, okay. Anyway, and but he Peter's wraps up the conversation, and he's sniffing her hair. <laughs> he's just like he was so close to her face. I was like, back up, bro, back up, please. He wraps up the conversation, talking to the camera, and goes, "I don't have any concerns. I have zero worries." <laughs> I'm like Peter. I swear to God. Are you dumb? I have, Peter, I have been your, I have been a stan for you this entire season when everyone was coming for you, Peter. I was like, you know what? I get it. And this episode, I, the entire, the entire episode, the amount of head smacking I was doing because of Peter's decisions and the things that he was saying, I was just like, dude, this, it's too far now. Like now, now we're dealing with like some real shit. We're like, we're about to get engaged and things. And, and, and this is, it's too much. It's too much, my guy. Yeah. You need to chill. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're, they're going into this in a really weird place because they just had like the most intense, like she's about to leave heavy conversation. She's upset. Mm-hmm. And then they start to snuggle mm-hmm. and the chemistry picks back up. And she tells Peter that like, I could do this forever and now they're going in kind of smiley and romantic with each other. But then the second they walk actually into the room, a.k.a. reality, you see it hit her again. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also, obviously, because Peter doesn't really have boundaries with his family, it seems, and has already laid out everything on the table. They already know. And his dad's instigating because she says there has been some roadblocks. And his dad goes, what was the roadblock? Oh, my God. And I'm like. Jim, you sly dog, you know exactly, <laughs> you know what, the exactly what that roadblock is. Well, are you going to make her say it in front of all of you guys? Yeah. I mean, hey, Maddie, this is just a little picture of what your <laughs> life's going to look like. So now's the time where you should probably be like, do I want my in-laws asking about our sex life all the time? Mm-hmm. Probably not. This is probably where you go. I'm going to go back and uh, <laughs> stick with my family. Mm-hmm. And she goes, for me personally, it'd be hard if you were to sleep with someone else. It hasn't been easy, but I love him. And Barb is just real unimpressed. She's sitting there like... Well, Barb was real unimpressed the second Maddie walked in the room. Also, the energy that Maddie walked into the room with, she was kind of half smiling, 
she w- didn't cry, which was a fatal move. Also, she didn't say she wasn't like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you guys again. There wasn't this connection of like, I'm she should have been like, I missed you guys something. But it was just like, hey, and and she came into the room with the backpack on of I don't think I should be doing this. And everyone could smell it. Right. And she also said, I love him to the parents. Like, and this is literally like seconds after she's just told Peter for the first time, too. And so there's sort of this like. It's just it's just interesting. And and the dad says, Jim says, you can tell things are strained, <laughs> strained, strained. It's like, yeah, you can. You can You're cut like, the yeah. tension with <laughs> everybody the can knife. feel it. Everybody can feel it. Well, Jim has the conversation with Maddie and he's I feel like, you know, though he does. He does. He drama prize, which I'm dead. He about. digs. He digs. He digs. But he also does. He does dig respectfully because he, he is, you know, he's like, I'm sorry. He's we're asking in this situation. fair questions. Yeah. Too, he's, and he's same. saying like, uh, I'm sorry that we're having to do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is uncomfortable. But do you see yourselves being fully compatible? Are there differences that bother you? And that's when Maddie brings up that her faith is her whole world. Um, and then that Peter shared that he could grow that. Grow that. Yeah, she said, uh, he said he could grow that. And that was something I could cling on to. And I'm like, you've been clinging real hard. because. But the problem is, again, and this is just echoing everything that we keep saying, is, and this is, the, this is the fundamental issue. It's not the conversation of, you know, Maddie absolutely has the right to leave or ask something. And if that ask doesn't follow through, to leave. That's fine. But it's just now this on top of it. She's clinging to the fact that Peter's promising to grow in his faith. So this whole relationship is built on like Peter saying, I'm going to keep trying. That's what this relationship is. Yeah. And that's just like, again, you don't want to start a relationship that way. Yeah. And you just know, I mean, you just see it playing out as it even when it's sorted through more than likely, it's going to be one of those things when they're in that argument you know, when they're doing a little press tour two months down the road, if they get back together or whatever, where it's like, it's, I mean, it's going to be so hard to there let go so of. There's so many arguments that are going to, that, that would happen just, and again, no one's fault, just two different people. I That's mean, all. And it's hard. And I've had, I've, I know people who are couples who are on the same page in their lifestyles, but have different histories. I have a, a friend I can think of in particular who was a virgin when she got, or she wasn't, a, she, her husband was the first person she slept with and okay. he had a whole past. He had ex-partners. He had gotten around. He even had like an ex-wife, all this kind of thing. And it, she's talked about, it is extremely hard mm-hmm. for her to move forward and has been to move forward yeah. and get over it. And it's been something that's been an ongoing process for years. They're, they're older now and together years throughout their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's just not that it's not that simple. And she knows too much about his sex life because it's on reality television, not only with Hannah Ann and Victoria, but also Hannah. Like she knows of three people that he's had sex with. Oh, for sure. And then, of course, like you see his family saying like, he likes to have the sex. He likes the sex. So it's like that is just going to be really hard. Um, Yeah, she's. But then Maddie's saying that she does genuinely want what's best for Peter. Mm. And this is the moment where I see, at least for me, and maybe I'm reading into it, but I see in her eyes where I'm like, she's leaving. Because Mm. it was like it hit her. And I think Maddie's, Mm. I think Maddie's a really good person. And I think she's stuck in this shit situation that maybe she brought on Mm -hmm. herself by putting herself on a show like this, not maybe thinking that 
it was going to be Peter, nor maybe thinking that she was going to get this far Mm -hmm. or fall in love or whatever. Yeah. And I think in that moment I saw like, oh, no, I think she really does love Peter deeply. And that's why she left, because she knows that it's the better choice. Yes. And I yeah, well, let's get into that when we get there. But I think that was I think think she ultimately made that was the moment where I feel like I saw where it was like, uh, I want what's best for him. And it was like, and also like, what's best for him? I want what's best for me. Oh, for sure. You know, it's like, I want what's best for my life. And it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. He's just not that, you know how you do when, when you're a, and I'm, this is, I'm just talking about my experience. Like when you're a young Christian girl and you write down like the things you want in a husband and the qualities you want in someone like this guy that she's been dreaming of and praying for is not Peter. Yeah. It's just not. I So would, I would agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then the, the MVP of the Oh my god. Oh the MVP. My of the god. Night. Jack sits down and he Jet goes, setting Jack. Obviously you're very physical. Is that <laughs> something you're he's basically like, is that something you're you're down with? Not having sex to your married? You're down with that, bro? And <laughs> Peter is like instantly tweaked. It's literally your sibling being like, Yes. Bro, you talk about the chicks you bang like all the fucking time. And oh, uh, yeah. we both know about the, those twins we tag teamed last <laughs> month in wherever the fuck they were while they were trying like Peter got dude. so defensive so fast and all I could think of was he was just like Jack Jack, don't fucking don't ruin this fu- for me. <laughs> He's like, I cannot believe and you know what? Saying you know what else TV. is gonna be another argument? I can tell you this right now. Peter goes with Maddie. Maddie's at a family dinner. You know Jack's going to be like, oh, yeah, dude, remember the one time that we... Oh, that that's how it's going to be. And he'll bring up some girl that, that Peter dated. You know and why? And then Maddie's like... You know why? Because Jack's pissed because that's his... It's his bud. It's his friend. Yeah. And like... He and I'm sure everything he said was true. But it's also like, this is his bro who they fucking go out together. He's like, dude, you got a couple million followers now. We're doing real well in the streets. Like, we're doing real well in the clubs. The women are all coming up to us. Like, come on, man. I'm going to ruin this Bro, for you. Bro, we somehow. get laid. It's what we do. He's like, and if you go with Hannah Ann, at least maybe I can start to really slide into Hannah G's DMs. Her and Dylan, who knows? You know, she's always been my type. Like, there's so, there's so many layers to this going on, too. But I do genuinely think he was the one who had a, a the his head on his shoulders being like hey guy remember i'm your best friend i'm your best buddy i know you 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 really want to do this and his his mother had all these other things that were going on with her with these like kind of ulterior motives of like who she wants to hang out with and cook breakfast Clearly. with in the morning yeah. obviously <laughs> but yeah jack is genuinely like bro like we're I, best friends yeah exactly I we're know, best friends i know you and like, I get that she's great, but also like, are you down to not have sex until and, you're married? And he said she's into ministry. And I died when he said oh, that. No, no, no. Because <laughs> she's into ministry. And when you're back from a trip, you're line dancing. You don't stop. You're hitting up the club. I'm like, oh my God. Which, by the way, we've seen now on Peter's Instagram that he does these like short term missions trips. So, you know, Jack literally probably has gone on a short term missions trip with Peter. They're Peter's fired up the, for the Lord. Fired, Peter comes back home, goes straight to the club, does some bo- vodka Red Bull, goes home with someone, is like living his life. And Jack's like, uh, <laughs> Peter, <laughs> are you sure? Oh, I was laughing so hard uh-huh. and then he's like your are your lifestyles mm-hmm. compatible mm-hmm. and peter literally says yes we've talked about it we're good and he all and then he goes you know when he's asking are you gonna be compromising blah 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 
when Jack's asking him that, he goes, of course, I'm going to be compromising parts of myself. That's what a relationship is. And I'm like, Peter, you have an unhealthy view of relationships. Like you're going to be compromising in relationships because you have to compromise in relationships with people. We have to compromise with each other. You know, we have to compromise with our children. Compromising is part of relationships, but compromising parts of yourself is not fundamental for a relationship. I think it's problematic if you assume that in a relationship you're going to have to compromise Give up parts of who you are. Work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Compromise? I don't think so. Like, yes. Compromising yourself. You know yes. what I mean? When you are in a relationship with someone, sometimes you do have to make sacrifices. You, you, and you may compromise. You say, no, I'm not going to go out to the club every weekend anymore. Well, yes, you it's know? like, okay, like, if my, no, I'm not going to maybe go out with my guys who are all single constantly. My girl doesn't like that. So she we stay like home it. a lot more. Like, fine. But like... The way that he said that was, of course, that's what you do in relationships. You compromise your lifestyle. (laughs) I was like, Peter, Uh, what? Like you are. Oh, my Lord. It's just wild to me that like for parents who have been together for so long, he truly does not have a healthy perspective on relationships. Or it's just his dad constantly compromising for Barb. And he's just like, <laughs> that's what you do. That's what you do. No, you but, know how but, I, but Jim seems really ha- like they seem, they happy seem really together. happy. That's what I'm saying. They seem happy. But he doesn't thing seem is, like this miserable trap. The thing guy. is, maybe, maybe they didn't have compromising lifestyles. I think she was. I don't she think was they a flight attendant. All. I think he was a pilot. Oh my god! It of was course. like they met. They seem like they're very much like on a similar page. Maybe they had to compromise certain things, like family wise or whatever. And like maybe, they, like we maybe s- they talk to that talk about Peter with that a lot. Like you got to compromise sometimes, bud. Sometimes, like you know, your mom she uh, she wants to pay a little more to get her nails done every month. And do I want to sacrifice yeah. that money? No. But you know what? You got to compromise. And like you, maybe she's hearing it. They, they, his parents are compatible. They go to his to a, a work event, and you know they're throwing back martinis and getting down on the dance they floor. They go to their she's throwing out fun innuendos at game night oh, about their sex life. It, they're they, compatible. They go to their they go to their son's work event, and they have oh sex in an escalator. <laughs> Their son's on on the hour, like or he's even, at work, or even they are down to to do that thing for the show. Yes. Like they're just both like that's fun. Let's pretend we're having sex in the back of the car. Yes. I mean, it's just different. It's just different. Unless Barb's forcing it, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like it. Jim seems he seems happy. happy. Yeah. So the Jack goes to the camera. On one side, there's a seemingly perfect girl. And then what did he say? Like something like on the other side, there's a chick with there, a lot of red and flags. And then there is Maddie. She's raising a lot of concerns and red flags. His family does not like Maddie. They don't vibe. They do not vibe with Maddie at all. Let's talk about vibing. Can we talk about uh, boobs and lube? <laughs> boobs and lubes? Should we talk about boobs and lubes? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> We're going to take a pause after this. After this heaviness, talk about boobs and lubes. Um, listen, friends. We're all friends here. We're all friends here. So I'll go ahead and be brutally honest. My post breastfeeding boobs were not looking how I necessarily wanted them to look in a bra. Of course, I wouldn't have traded the experience of breastfeeding for the world. But now that it's long over, I wanted to give the girls a little pick me up, literally. 
And your girl over here likes some cleavage like I used to have if I can manage it. The problem is the traditional bra sizes available in department stores just weren't doing anything for me. And to be honest, it was a little discouraging. Um, Then I heard about Third Love and hallelujah, their online Fit Finder quiz suggested I try bras in a size that stores don't even carry. No wonder I wasn't having any luck. Third Love does bras differently, starting with their Fit Finder quiz. You'll answer a few questions to get your personalized sizing and style recommendation. And when I say sizing, I mean inclusive sizing, not eight different size options that we were led to believe are the only ones for years and years and years. No, 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 no. Third Love has eight zero eighty different sizes based off of measurements from millions of women, including half cup sizes. And I promise your perfect fit is on the site. And if after all that, you're still not 100% happy, take advantage of Third Love's perfect fit promise. You have 60 days to take your bras for a test run, wear them, wash them. And if you don't love them, return them. And Third Love will make sure they are donated to another boob owner in need. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our Chatty Broads listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to get your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 15% off today. Well, speaking of how good my boobs are looking in these now fitting third love bras, let's talk sex. (laughs) There's about a thousand things that can get in the way of a fantastic sex life. Busy days, hormonal changes, low libido, the list goes on and on. But there's one solution that has really helped me oh so greatly, and that is O-Shot by Omax. Every broad deserves to experience stronger, more frequent orgasms, whether it's self-love or partner love. Omax O-Shot has got you covered. I love this product because I'm so sensitive to other lubes and I get irritated really easily, but I've had no issues with O-Shot because it's all natural, made with eight natural botanicals and full spectrum CBD, but none of the other artificial ingredients traditionally found in lube. You can actually know what each one of these ingredients Mm -hmm. are and pronounce them. 100% chemical free, naturally stimulated and fully edible it's really a must try the effects are pretty instant too all you have to do is gently apply three or four pumps to intimate areas and the luxurious oil instantly heightens sensation and arousal for up to 60 minutes plus if you're looking for some fun on the go oshot comes in a tsa compliant size with a no mess airless pump if you catch my drift Mm -hmm. beck and i are probably going to new york soon together and you know that tsa compliant oshot bottle is coming with me don't worry becca i'm booking us different rooms (laughs) because love you but mama needs her alone time <laughs> whether you are single or you're looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex every person can benefit from a more enjoyable orgasmic experience omax's oshot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations which can give you that instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for and it's 100 safe and natural go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code chatty for 20 percent off oshot and all omax products site-wide that's O-M-A-X health.com promo code chatty to take advantage of these incredible savings on Oshot and all their products. Okay, let's talk Barb and Maddie. Okay, so they sit down. Oh my God, I could not believe how spicy this conversation got. This conversation was so spicy. I thought that they were going to start swinging at each other like straight up. Oh my God. Um, Barb is coming in hot. She's like, I understand you're very religious. Peter is very spiritual like me. Now, this is also what I was getting from Barb. Barb was giving me energy of like, you think you're better than me, don't you, Maddie? Because when Barb added that Peter is very spiritual like me, 
And it was kind of like, I go to church, Madison, but in our family, we're okay with this. Do you think you're better than us? <laughs> I think she, I, I actually could see, um, so Gray was saying this, his parents were both raised in strict Catholic households. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what we were saying is we could see possibly that she's been raised in possibly some like strict Catholic household or something. Sure. She might have her own little background or mm-hmm. the people that she's interacted with being slut shamed when she was younger. Yeah. Having possibly growing up in some sort of suppressive sex suppressive household. And so with this, she's like. Uh-uh. She's no one's like, going to tell my son he can't get it on. <laughs> nope. My baby boy is getting the sex. <laughs> Which some people might be like, oh, that's weird. But then I was like, I think that there's there could very well be some history. I mean, she's Barb's older. She's coming mm-hmm. from a different time. Mm-hmm. And... You know, she was growing up through that women's liberation and in the, in the, in the free love in the yeah. 60s and 70s. And she's like, uh-uh, we're not doing that 50s shit anymore. I, I felt like that was kind of her vibe. Well, because she came in super hot. Yeah. And again, when she added in like me, I was like, ooh, this is also mm-hmm. involving you. Um, she's like, but how important is it for you to have someone not on your same level yeah. of faith? And she used the word level of faith. Um, it was almost <laughs> like, like yeah. we're threes and you're like an eight and a half. So <laughs> she where goes, are you <laughs> okay she, with falling? She goes, I don't know if you're aware. Oh, my God. I don't know if you're aware, but he goes out on weekends. He parties. You two have a little bit, no, quite a bit of differences. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to change him. <sighs> oh, my God. And she straight up said, or tell you, you can't tell someone else that he can't no, be she physical. Said, but to tell someone else when there are other girls, whether he wants to get physical or emotional, that's up to him. Like, she, like, chastised Maddie. Chastised. Oh, my God. Honestly, and I'm going to be real with you. If I was Maddie, I'd be furious. I'd be so mad. I'd be so angry at Peter. I'd be like, why the hell did you tell your parents about this very personal part of our conversation right before I met them? I'd be so mad. And now you really laid a fucking foundation for me. Thanks. Yeah, thank bud, you so much. And now bud. I'm having to sit and your mom is like is like giving me a hard time about like the, uh, I'd be I'd be so pissed off. Well, and also, you know, I've actually never I've never said that Maddie doesn't have a right to tell. Well, I hope I haven't said that (laughs) right now. I think that Maddie had the right to say, I can't move forward if you do this. That's totally fine. So I don't really agree with Barb that he can't tell someone else he can't be physical because she's pursuing a relationship with him, too. He's not just pursuing a relate or vice versa, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, you can't tell her that she can't tell him that. Um, she can and it's his choice if he's like no and and then he does it which he did and then it's her choice if she wants to stay or not so like yeah now they're battling though now they're they're in full battle she's like my feelings are as valid as his she also used the word standards again which i was like oh you're gonna trigger barb even more (laughs) you're gonna get real real mad oh my god yeah right but also my expectations and feelings are valid just as his i'm not going to apologize for the standards i have i didn't tell him what to do i just told him it was going to be hard for me to continue to work through this now this is an interesting piece because this is the moment where madison actually admits that she didn't actually tell him what to do that it was just going to be hard for her and i feel like in the fantasy suite episode when they had the sit-down conversation she was making it very clear 
at least she was saying it to him that it was like, no, I told you I was going to leave. Uh-huh. And so now we're yeah. having kind of this wishy-washy yeah. thing. I, I, I did feel like that was a switch in the yeah. way things were the phrased. The way it was phrased, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then she says, she says that like, yeah, this is going to be hard, blah, blah, blah. And then Barb, let me tell you when you find that right person, believe it me. is worth fighting for. That was like shade because she was like, oh, believe me, when you find the right person. I could not believe Becca. I could not believe. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Well, if I was Madison, rewatching this has got to be the most painful thing ever. Um, And then we see, we see Madison really like, she's saying this was super hard, but it opened my eyes and she's realizing she's like, Oh my God, we are so different going in tomorrow. I have to think about what's best. Yeah. And, and also look at these psychopaths. I'm going to have to sh- also share I'm have to live with these people. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> She's like, can you imagine wedding planning with this bitch? Can oh you, can you God. imagine? I mean, I said weeks ago, I don't want her as a mother-in-law. I said that a very long time no. ago and I stand by it. No, I love watching Barb for t- the sake of television. I don't want her as my mother or my I do not want her as my mother-in-law. I feel overwhelmed just with the idea while watching this. Yes. I feel stressed out already just uh-huh. thinking about the amount of pressure that I'd be under to take care of her BB boy. Uh, but no, not not a lot of boundaries when it no. comes to... No. Yeah. There's, Definitely There's no. issues. Okay. Well, so... His mom was like... She, she pulled a fucking wrong reasons... Like she was one of the contestants on the she show with Peter. She pulled a wrong reason. I mean, he sits down and she just starts bawling, just sobbing into his arms, embracing him. The sobbing is out of control. Which, by the way, my mom made me rewind this like three times. She's like, "Look it, watch her, watch her," because Are you she's, talking about the shift. Oh, she how she sits up and she goes with the tears that aren't there, wipes them. Then she goes, Ugh. "She's not here for you, bud." <laughs> She's not it there for you, bud. Wild. This was a soap opera if I have <sighs> ever seen one. It was insane. She's not there for you, bud. And I'm like, oh, we're going to go there. And to that, I say, Barb, you're wrong. Okay. Don't throw out the wrong reasons. Steph. I know. I know. Madison's there for him. She loves him. It's just not maybe a good fit because of lifestyle. Oh, no. But like, she is straight up saying wrong reasons. And then she goes, <laughs> I said a prayer last night. But bud. But she goes, I not there for you, bud. But bud, I have to tell you something. I said a prayer last night. I said, Lord, please guide Peter today and guide Maddie to see. And I love, I love, by the way, that she throws in. She's not throwing shade at Maddie. She's like, I wanted Maddie to, to be guided by the Lord as well. Guide Madison to see the guide, truth. Guide Peter. Guide, guide Maddie to see where, where they are in this because you have a gem waiting for you. <laughs> Who is madly in love with you. Head over heels. God has answered my prayers and put the right person in your path. But I think maybe you know that, bud. Deep in your heart. And she goes, and I think you know, deep in your heart, bud. You know that. I mean, the, the fact su- she goes, <laughs> the switch from, from, I said a prayer that the Lord would guide you and Madison today because you have a gem waiting for you there, bud. I could not believe I could not. I love that she believe. pulls like the God told me, like Hannah 
God told me he she's like, the one for she you. Literally, she's like, oh, Maddie. You want to talk about you God? About the- I'm about to level up your ass. <laughs> I prayed last night. And guess what? You're sweet, but God sent us an angel on earth. <laughs> I was screeching in my home we woke ruth up multiple times because we were screaming me my mom and my sister dying laughing rewinding this shit over and over again because she goes oh my god she she literally goes madison is a nice girl a sweet girl hannah ann is an angel on earth also barb had what maybe one hour with each and you gather that someone's an angel on earth i mean and then and then i love the throw it at the end a A mother's mother's intuition intuition is never never wrong wrong. just staring at the camera and i'm like i gotta be honest with you as a mother my intuition's been wrong a lot love my mom her intuition's wrong about me all the time okay so that's just not a true statement. My mom's a terrible judge of character. I've so brought some mom. of the worst guys around. My mom's like, love him. Love that for you. My mom is too. She just thinks everyone's great. And I'm always just like, mom, okay, let's just pick up on the cues here, okay? Oh my God. I could not even handle it. So the family's sitting then. Yes. She leaves. She leaves. And he says, Peter's like, I'm crazy about Maddie. And Jim is like, are you willing to risk something that is so perfect to hope that, that is in, something... In your words, so perfect. It, uh, in order or... What it was? What is it? For something you hope materializes. Which, again, I mean... Fair. It's a, it's a true fact because Peter, in his own words, is like, Hannah Ann's perfect, Hannah Ann's perfect, Hannah Ann's perfect. And with Maddie, it's like, I hope that I can hold to my promise and that this will work out. And Peter goes, believe me, I'm even more on the Hannah Ann train than you all are. And I was like, the Hannah Ann train? This is getting really weird. <laughs> this this, is this seems weird. like a lot of self-awareness that you're on a show right now. And and Barb, I love. Oh, Barb is a master manipulator in this uh-huh. situation. Yes. It reminds me so much of last season with Hannah B. She's like, oh, I'm going to bring up Hannah B. And I'm going to get goes, Peter upset. Jack goes, very good point. Very good point. <laughs> She's like, and also shade to Hannah B. She goes, when she went and picked the wrong person. Oh, shit, Hannah B. And now you have this perfect girl. Are you gonna? You gonna she literally, you gonna, are you, you gonna pull goes, Hannah gonna, B? She goes. You gonna risk that, bud? bud. <laughs> oh my god! This shit was unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, yeah, the manipulation level was at a ten. I was living for it. Living. You know why? Because it's entertaining as fuck. Yes. Oh yeah. Was it manipulative? A hundred percent. Yeah, of course they got. So there's some mom. If mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. Some bullshit and going she's like, on. Sir, you are living in my home. I do your laundry. I make you breakfast every morning. You better choose the girl. I wash that I your like. girlfriend's thongs that they accidentally <laughs> leave in your sheets. <sighs> Sometimes your dad and I role play with them. What can Ew, I say? Oh my god. <laughs> So now he's straight up fighting with his family and oh, his mom's fighting. just pulling the tears. And I'm like, oh, now everything makes sense with Victoria. Everything. So many pieces of the puzzle everything. got put together throughout these conversations. And then and then uh, uh, Barb starts the bawling. And that's when it all when Barbara Gate hits the fan. Bring her home to us. Hannah <laughs> loves you with all her heart. Don't let her go. <laughs> I mean, never in my wildest the dreams. Le- the level of passion that this woman has 
for someone she's known for a hot 45 minutes. I sw- if I have the, if I could just get a little sliver of that passion, please, I could use it. Throw some in, throw some of that passion in my coffee. We could run the world. I mean, she's literally willing to throw herself in front she's, of a train for she's Hannah. She's pulling out all the stops and he <laughs> Peter goes, "You got to stop." His reaction was everything. She's literally screaming. And this is where I was like, oh, this is a real fucking family here. Because he's yes. like, mom, stop. And he's like, mom, you do this. It's like it, it was so like, mom, you do this all the time. You got every stop. single relationship I'm in. You do this. You got You got to chill. Like like you need. Uh-huh. And then she just goes, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> but, Pe- but I'm just crying. <laughs> and Peter's like, this is destroying me like this. He said, this is destroying me. This is insane right now. Like, this is insane. I'm so stressed out. This is crazy. And then Barb. Well, but I have emotions. OK, she's like, don't you emotion shame me, Peter. I've taught you better than this. I bet she loved Kelsey watching. She loved Kelsey. I trust you. And then all of a sudden she goes. I love you so much. I trust you so Uh much. Peter, 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 please. Oh, oh, Peter, I didn't mean to push you in the opposite direction. If now you're not going to go after him. Yeah. But then he goes, I'm the one who's got got to spend the rest of my life with her. I'm like, okay, Petey Pie. Petey Pie has some some legs he's standing on right now. Although I think he says at one point, I don't know if it's now or later. He goes, I'm the one who's got to spend the rest of my life with her and nobody else. And I'm like, well, I feel you do you live, live with, with your them. parents. So I hate to bring this up, but it is just like a roommate for them. So like they maybe, you know what? Peter, they have a little more stake in this Peter, conversation. You got 90% of the vote. They've got like 10 at least, right? And they just pushed him in the opposite direction. And rent direction. in Los Angeles is a fortune. So like, you know, maybe they even get 20%. They're saving you a lot of money. This is true. What's that mortgage like on the house? It looks pretty nice. I know. Westlake, it's I a nice area. I don't know. <laughs> it's not cheap. But they, they they just pushed him in the opposite direction. Now he's like never been so dead set and on that. I was screaming. I was like, parents, don't do this. This clip should be shown as like a parenting seminar. Like you do this and you will put your kid will then choose, you know. Oh, but it doesn't matter because she already pushed. She did exactly what she wanted to do. Check. And Madison is like, I've got the vibe. Oh, yeah. No, she she pushed Mad- Maddie out hardcore. But I'm just thinking again, all I could think about this entire time was just like, listen, how in the world, if let's just say Maddie comes back and at the end of this, Maddie and Peter are together. Barb has spent so much time now of her screen time oh my God. hating on Maddie and being so I all think about she's Hannah that Ann. confident in her manipulation skills against her son apparently. But if they if her, those manipulation skills are not coming in clutch and Maddie ends up being, wow, that's gotta this be is, so I, uncomfortable. I was curious watching this. I was like, is Barb the type to just stand her ground and just be like I think that let's just say Ma- uh uh Peter ends up with Maddie yeah. and like they go out on stage uh tonight and I bet Barb will be like, We've gotten to know Maddie and we love her so much. Oh uh, yeah. I think she'll do that because she doesn't want to lose her son. Her son's the most important yeah. thing to her, right? Yeah, yeah, so if it's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, one of those yeah. things where like it's gonna cause constant tension in the house and he's gonna because now Barb's smart. She knows if she pushes her t- son too far away or Maddie too far away, they're spending all their holidays at the Pruitts. She mm-hmm. wants them to stay with her. So mm-hmm. she's she's gonna have to win Maddie back if they end up if Peter and Maddie end up together. Mm-hmm. Here we are. My God. A- after that, after that in 
insane two days or day or whatever it was like Peter now has to jump into this date with Maddie and he is frustrated. I feel like he he's has high off the adrenaline first of fighting his parents. I feel about like her. he has the craziest boner right now. He's just like Maddie and I are meant to be together forever. We're yep. going to break through this. We're going to prove to our families in the entire world that we're meant to be together. And it played into his narrative of love is worth fighting for. Yes, he and says th- this date is going to be so freaking cool. Jess, if his parents just kind of rolled along with it and were like, she's nice. I think that he would come to the conclusion on his own that like their lifestyles weren't compatible for each other. Maybe. I still think that he probably would choose her because it's more challenging. Maybe. But I think it'd be a tougher call for him. But also if his parents were just like, she's fine. And they were like, we love Hannah Ann, but they didn't push anything. It might have, it might have swung him. If Barb wouldn't have barbed, (laughs) it would have been okay. Yep. I don't know. Who knows? But well, him and Maddie go on this helicopter date. He is literally, he is, just his his adrenaline is coursing through his veins. He's like literally yelling and spitting facts about the rock. <laughs> like he knows so much about this. He really and, and and Maddie's sitting there and you see her getting emotional. Yeah. Her eyes are getting teary because she isn't fully present. My heart. I really, really fucking felt for her during this part. You see her just like warring. And I feel like it's she knows what she needs to do. And especially after the date yesterday or that time. I, yesterday. I wasn't actually convinced she was going to leave right then. To be honest, I, I I think my intuition is a little off, but like her saying it's time to surrender. I thought she was more surrendering to her relationship with Peter. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I see that. As soon as she said it's time to surrender, I was like, oh, she's ending this shit. So, I mean, I thought she was going, I still thought that she was leaving right before Chris, when Chris Harrison says there's something you need to know. Oh, okay. I still thought that's what was happening. I I thought she was going to go through the day date and then leave. (laughs) I'll be real with you. At this point, I had blacked out about Chris ever saying that because I was so taken by all the drama. I'm forgetting all these other pieces because I'm just like, what's going to happen next? I'm on the edge of my seat at this point. I'm living for it. Um, That's when Peter announces that he has some sparkling apple juice for his lady. And that's when I'm like, okay, she doesn't drink. And this then adds up to me, too, about his family saying over and over again to her, on their time yesterday he likes to party he likes to party because he probably mentioned yeah she's different than me she doesn't really party she doesn't i bet we didn't see that and he said that because they really were they weren't even talking about the sex piece they were talking a lot about his lifestyle of party sure he said that she doesn't drink yeah so they're probably like well what are we supposed to do shots with (laughs) what about jello shots on mother's day like, what? Your girlfriends always take them off of me. It's one of our fun little traditions. Come I mean, on. It would be a fun family to party with. Oh, that I want to party with blast. the Webbers so hard. I just and don't. you know, I mean, in some ways, it'd be a great mother in law because she'd be like, yeah, we'll take the kids, go out for a weekend, have some fun, oh, you gosh, two. That's true. Right? You got to look at it Honestly, that way. <laughs> a babysitter? I take it all back. <laughs> take I'll deal with it all. I'll move in with them today. <laughs> Can you imagine? You two go have some alone time. Oh, the prices for flying right now are lower. Go ahead. Go to Hawaii for the week. Enjoy. If you get quarantined for 14 days, you get quarantined for 14 days. We got Ember. It's no big deal. You guys enjoy. I take it all back. I choose Barbara. Every day I choose Barbara. I'm going to fight for our love. (laughs) So so they're sitting in the picnic. Yeah. And it all comes crumbling down. She says, sometimes I think being a warrior and a fighter is about surrender. I'm willing to walk away so you can get what you came here to find. And then when she says the saying can, that love can conquer all, but I think when you want something so badly, you can't see clearly. And I was like, girl, 
that's some wisdom. Right she there. also said, I don't want us to work into overtime to love each other. And I'm like, finally, someone's saying it. We got the logic going. God. But that's, that was such a good way to put it that we that you say love can conquer all but it does blind you sometimes mm-hmm. like it really does and sometimes that in, intense attraction and your chemistry can really fuzz out what the day-to-day life will look like she also said i got more of a sight into life outside of this and how different we are yes because of your family <laughs> i was like all very fair all very fair yeah, yeah and also that i mean that's they're gonna play into it be like Bro, your family fucking hates me, so I'm going to see myself out the door. <laughs> they made it clear myself. I was very unwelcome in their family. Yeah, she said, we see things so differently. We expect such different things. It's all very true. And then Peter's thrown off because he's like, you told me yesterday that you love me and you can see me proposing, which I understood on Peter's part. Yeah, he's sure. feeling thrown sure, off because sure, sure. he's now getting this different thing. He's like, when you walk into a family and they don't like you, you're like, well, fuck, I got to go. But when you're the person who's used to your family, Peter's probably thinking, my mom does this. All this is doing is lighting my fire for our passion. We got this girl. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And he didn't really see into their side of the, her interactions with the family exactly, either. Exactly. Well, and then he says this. This really bothered me. He said, I was willing to do anything it takes to make this work. And I'm like, bro, she told you what she wanted like and you didn't and you do did it. it and you did so... it and the thing is at the end of the day like again well, we could say this a thousand times there was wrong on both end but what peter does have to own is that he did technically make that choice he made the choice that when could he have knew, ended the relationship when he knew and again if like you play into it like an, a nick vial standpoint like he was like i know vanessa's my girl so i'm not gonna sleep with anyone sure. else if vanessa probably would have told nick i don't want you to sleep with anyone else it'll make me feel uncomfortable nick probably wouldn't have she said that to Peter. Peter didn't seem clear enough in his decision at that point. At that point. And again, he said, decision. I'm in love with all three. Yep. So. Yep. You're not willing and to do I was anything just like, for her. Yeah. I was like, well, you. Yeah. Anyway. If I were in her shoes after he said that, I probably would have looked at him and been like, okay, then leave Hannah Ann right now. Let's walk. I, I probably would have threatened that shit because I know myself and I can get wild. <laughs> I think that her I think that I think that there's a part of her that does still want him. And I think a part of her knows. And I'm not saying that this her leaving was manipulative, but I think there's a part of her that knows, too. Like, if he really wants me, he'll come after me. Well, exactly. It's the saying, too. Like, if it's meant to be, it'll be right. So sure, there's probably that piece of like, you know. If he wants me, he'll fight. But I would, I would. If he would have said that comment to me, I would have thrown that shit out so hard. I would have been like, okay, fine. Then let's just end the process right now. If you're so confident. Except I think at this point she's really doubting. I think she's like, even if he was to do that, I think she's like, she she says we're not the best for each other. No, and she's she's and right, she, and, and she, she's and right, she's and right, she leaves. And she's right. So she leaves. She just feel like it's the right thing to do. He chats with Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um. He says, I'm mourning my relationship with Maddie, but I also know I'm in love with Hannah Ann. Can you get over this heartbreak? The second I fell in love with people, I knew how it could end. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. It's, it's, it's rough. Peter looked like he had had 17 tequilas that night and gotten like hit oh, by a I car. Know. Like he the was bags wrecked. under his eyes. And you know what? And there's, a, and there's a camera in his room when he's waking up. And I'm like, just let the guy sleep for a second. Give him a Give little him bit of peace. space. And... You know, I was, I don't even remember who I was talking to about this. Somebody who was the Bachelor or Bachelorette, but they said, you know, the show doesn't, no one can prepare you for how it feels 
because I think that some people are going to say with this date with Hannah Ann, like, oh, it's obvious he's just not that into Hannah Ann. But someone told me, I don't remember who they're like, they don't tell you how to mourn the loss of someone you were mm-hmm. in love with while at the same time celebrating moving forward with this new relationship. And that's not really something that ever comes up in real life. And there's no guidelines for how to do that. Yeah, so sometimes it's not even true. that you're not that stoked on that other person. It's like, I don't know how to cope with this grieving process right. I have how often to go in through? real life do you go through this right yeah. I need to grieve and also celebrate this at the same time and like that's really hard for the heart to do mm-hmm. so I want to put that into context going into this with Hannah because I feel like people are going to be like oh he's just not as into Hannah and you can see it blah 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 and it's like well he's grieving and he seems and he, and he also is in love with her too yeah and it time. seems that way and again though you know he likes the challenge so that's maybe he feels more passionate towards maddie in this moment i did feel bad because when hannah ann and his date starts it's uh-huh. like she has no idea what's going on that's what into i wrote this. i said poor thing has no idea like she's she has running no, to him and by she's the way, all happy and she stoked. and he never tells her which is a weird move to me i agree i that bothered me i felt like well, I think that maybe he didn't want to make her feel like she was then just his other option. But then that's also not really being honest because it's, it's kind of like, I feel like he should have gone to the date and been like, listen, here's the thing. I'm having need, a really rough day. I'm having a really rough day. Maddie did leave yesterday. I want to have this date with you. I want to continue. And, um, you know, I, and I, and he should have been honest at this point. I don't really know who, who I, or he just should have just said like, I don't like, if we end this together, I don't want you to think that it's because you're my only option left. Like I want right. to go through this day and I want any, and I, and I need be, time. And if I'm being honest with you, Hannah, Ann, I personally, um, Maddie left and I didn't know between you and her who I was going to choose. So I still need a little bit of time, yeah. but I want to spend this time with you. You, you know, whatever I, the fact that he literally goes through the whole date, doesn't tell her this. She's opening up to him, pouring out her yeah. heart in the back of his brain. He's like, well, Maddie's gone. It just was really weird. Yeah. So I definitely thought that the guy driving up <laughs> was Chris Harrison with Maddie in the back. I was like, what the fuck's about to go down? And I was still very suspicious when <laughs> it came gonna out with his Australian accent. They're going to literally have fight for his love. Like, what is going on? Well, no, they just take them to some baby kangaroos, which are everything he needed in that moment. I have to say that. Was, oh, my gosh. I that said shit all, was so precious. I said all of Peter's sadness is healed. Like, are you kidding me? I'm not one They're, of those baby animal people, but. Oh, I'm sorry. Are these little babies getting bottle fed? I was weeping out of pure love. I was like, they remind me of Ruth. Like, they were so cute. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Hannah oh Ann is like, this is the best Insta opportunity that I can think of this entire season. Somebody please grab the camera. This is incredible. Um, and so once again, as their, as their date's going on, he says the most perfect woman is yeah. in front of me. Mm-hmm. He thanks Hannah Ann. And this is so funny because it was so thick with like what just happened with him and Maddie. He thanks Hannah Ann for always being there for him and mm-hmm. not wavering. He says he's felt no pressure from her, but always felt her there. And I'm like, and wow, sitting, I wonder who you're referring to. Well, and they're sitting on a picnic blanket. Like it was it was like they were really directly contrasting this experience. And she's saying, you know, you have enough pressure on you as it is. And I'm like, oh, my God, she doesn't even know what's going on. No and idea. Like, this conversation could not be more parallel. But she says that when she's looking into his eyes, she can tell that something is off because she's our intuitive queen. <laughs> also, though, 
it doesn't take a rock. I was realizing as we're recapping this part, it doesn't take a rocket scientist with the look on his face when she was running up to him that something was. Yeah. His what, vibe but was this, this, bad. This is what I couldn't tell, though, either, because I felt editing intentionally made this really awkward oh. because there was zero music. Normally, when they run up to each other, I they had them run up from that long distance, zero music. And then and then the guy pulls up on the gravel road, comes out. They're like, hello. Still no music. They and he's come like, into the baby kangaroo doing? room. No music. I noticed it, that as well. I felt Dead like silence. they were really pushing the uncomfortableness. This tension. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, are you manipulating our emotions, I editors? I, I don't true, know. True, I, don't, true, I couldn't true, quite true. tell. Um, and yeah, she was like, there's something there's something in his eyes. I'm like, yeah, that's because he's dead inside now, Hannah, because <laughs> ABC has beaten the life out of him and Maddie's gone. <laughs> and Barb screamed at him for like an hour. And his scar hurts. That's why. Well, they go into the night date, and she's got her little brown curly hair and her tight little orange dress. Oh, I mean, oh god! I was like, oh my god! She's lighting candles. She's thinking she's about to rock his world again. And I'm like, us poor women. She, this this woman is in a bodycon dress, looking the hottest she's ever looked. And Peter shows up in a t-shirt and a sweater. I was like, try harder, Peter. With that He's sad given ass up. look on his face. <laughs> He's given up. He's got like that little sad potato. That's what he looks like to me. A little sad <sighs> potato. <laughs> and Peter says it's bittersweet for him. And this is when I thought he was going to tell her about Maddie. Yeah. I was like, it's coming. He's going to be honest. Still doesn't. Um, but Hannah Ann's feisty that night. She's mm-hmm. she's not having it. She's like, well, because he starts it out. You've been that rock for me every step of the way. And then he goes this or she goes, this love for you is truly different. I'm speaking for my heart. I never. And then she's like, I, I would never want you to do anything for me out of anything other than loving me for who I am. And I'm like, oh, shit. How does she know what's happening? She always knows. <laughs> what the finger on the heck? temple. That's a Raven moment. She saw it. She saw Maddie left. I don't know. But she knows. And she. It's almost like she was she knew she had her psychic moment and she was telling Peter end this right now and let's work this out in the real world. Don't propose to me. It was almost like let's just have a Colton Cassie moment where we leave together and we figure it out after the final rose. Yeah, and he still doesn't make it clear what's going on. He just says my heart's being pulled in two different directions. Yes, and he doesn't say that one is in Australia and one is He's all on the way, her back, way home. back to Alabama. Yeah. And then this is when she pulls the line, you know, I've given and given and I want something in return. And I'm like, yeah, if you want to talk about like, I've never asked anything of you. Hannah Ann has been like, do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And now she's just saying, but just love me for who I am and choose me because you love me. Yeah. And she's done. She is at her breaking point, which is giving me the energy that what Chris comes in. She leaves. I think she I think they both. I think they both bounce. And Peter is left alone with his family. I really didn't see it playing out like this. Like I didn't see that one. His mom was talking about Hannah Ann. But two, that Chris is probably talking about Hannah Ann leaving as well. It was always all about Hannah Ann, which is kind of crazy. I think he was about to propose to Hannah Ann. Which I th- props to her if, for leaving if that is what's going to happen. I think he was about to po- propose to her, too. I, th- I, I mean, he's in his, his little Which could have played out for, for with one of two outcomes. One, they either 
slowly work things out and they're happier than ever four months later. Okay. Or he can't get Maddie out of his fucking head. Okay, so I I think prediction for tonight, Hannah Ann leaves. That's what Chris Harrison is yep. telling him. Yep. I think the visuals of Maddie in the car are after all of this is done. And I think Peter leaves without either of them. And now after the final rose, him and Maddie have been talking and he's going to want to get with her. And we're going to see live if she will do it. And I think she's going to say no. No. <laughs> I think so. That's just my guess. I, or even let's just say even Peter and Maddie have been casually dating. Yeah. Or even seriously dating. Yeah. Since her watching this over again with her family. I, I can't see it. I can't see her being like, yes, let's continue a serious relationship. Holy shit. Do you really think so? Also, Peter's Holy like, fuck. also, let's be real, guys. Maddie's seeing Peter in his Insta stories with Kylie Jenner. You think Maddie's down? Um, Or s- let's talk about Who when would be down. If my if my the guy who's trying to woo me back is hanging out uh-uh. with the hottest woman in the entire world, uh-uh. I'd be like, you better be kissing my ass. Oh, no, 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 Jess, let's talk about when he posted and then deleted the story of. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Peter posted on his Instagram story briefly. Mm-hmm. Remember how they didn't show the morning after him and Hannah Ann's overnights? He posted on his story a photo of them in bed together in the morning to just sort of being like, I guess the point was like, oh, we did actually have a morning together. Here's what happened. If he's trying to get Madison back. Can you imagine? It'd be game over. Oh, oh, oh. What about this? What? He's still dating both of them casually. Holy fucking he's going to make a decision. They have to say yes or no. Because think about this. Remember how they had the weird thing where you saw that he follows and like sent Hannah Ann something on Venmo. And then he sent. No, apparently like all those accounts are fake. People looked into him and like all that shit's fake. Because I'm like, if they're both real, maybe he's going and visiting both of them. (laughs) He's still dating both of them. And Peter ended up getting what he wanted. He had an extended bachelor experience. And there always gets to choose. If by the way, if that's the case, I'm gonna be so angry. I will be so mad if they both show up on the stage tonight and he chooses them. I'll be like, girls, you are worth more. You just you just go. This is insane. He had No, No, there's no way. I think it's gonna be the first thing. I think it's gonna be mad. I I don't see her saying no, though. Who? I think she's going to... Madison, I think Maddie? what's going to play out is the first thing that you said. Okay. And he is going to be like, will you continue to pursue a relationship with me? And I think she's going to say yes. I think she's going to pull... Um, remember, was it uh, Katie Morton and Chris during Bachelor when, when Chris was like, are you still oh together? God. And she was like, we're working things out. I don't think Maddie's going to be like, I break up with you on stage, but I think it's going to kind of be like, um, I think ha- it's just going to fizzle out. I think out. she's going to say, we have some things to work through and it'll end like that. And, and it like, it'll, like, he doesn't it'll even end, know how to- it'll end like him, like, uh, like Chris Harrison being like, well, you know, we, we hope that along your guys's, we can be for there, we're there with you guys as your journey continues to find love together. And then that like, nothing is going to come of it. I don't think she's literally going to go, I'm ending things with you on a live no, stage. No, 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 But I think she's going to say, we have Unless stuff to work out. if it did go that way, it could go that way if she's going to have like a speech moment where she's just like, I poured my heart out to you and like blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. Because I could kind of see a small percentage chance that that happened too. 
This is wild. This or is she's wild. like, what, what you and your family put me through. Like, well, I don't, I don't think that would happen. Or Hannah Ann. Or Hannah Ann leaves and Peter realizes that he loves Hannah Ann and they're together. I don't think so. I, I think, think the so fight, either. the fight is too strong. And I think, yeah, I've, I, and I also don't feel like Hannah Ann's the type to like, even though she's like, do whatever you need to do. I don't get the vibe from her that she's going to just hang in there. Right. She's like, nah, I'm moving to California. I'm getting hit up a lot in the DMs. Like, She's going to go on paradise. I'm going to go on paradise. Do you think there's a part of Maddie that thought maybe she'd be the bachelorette when she left? I'm not saying that was like her reason behind leaving, but do you, do you think that she thought that was a possibility when, when she dipped? Maybe. Maybe. That came but to mind too. I was like, wow, this is a really good it's setup the same for thing the for me that maybe Hannah Ann feels. Maybe she, that's what she's thinking in her, the back of her head, where she's just like, maybe I'm showing Peter that I'm down for anything. <laughs> but all I know is that it's crazy to me that whatever happens, that neither of them are the bachelorette. That's surprising to me. Yeah. Which makes me think that he hasn't chosen. Yeah. Because you'd think that like ABC, let's just say. I, I think. What if he breaks, he breaks Maddie's heart or sorry, he breaks Hannah Ann's heart in a million pieces. He ends up chasing after I Maddie. I don't think that ABC wants to make Ma- uh, Hannah Ann the bachelorette. Really? Because she's young and I don't think they want to continue it on, which is why they chose someone like Claire. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Wow. Can't wait to talk about this. Cannot wait. <laughs> so excited. Honestly, um, I, I'm, I'm tingling. And remember, our recap for tonight's episode will be up Thursday morning. Sorry for the delay, but we have to record it on Wednesday and it will be out first thing Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. So excited. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just want to give ABC a special shout out. This se- batch season of The Bachelor um, has really taken up all of my life and my entire phone is just full of bachelor memes and that's what all my feed is on instagram and i didn't realize literally until last night when i the bachelor stuff started to phase out um that i didn't even really hadn't even really gone into the whole coronavirus uh panic because the bachelor has been taking over my vibe so now the coronavirus i I am at radical anxiety don't worry (laughs) love is blind we're going to be recapping that hey something else to yay thanks guys All right. uh, Tune in Thursday, broads. We love you, broads. Chat soon. Chat soon.